It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Challenge tonight for the Badgers is to produce an encore performance that delivers another winning result. I mean, I kind of went back and I relived the goals as I was trying to sleep and let the dog out <laughs> at the same time. Uh, no, just one of those games where even my daughter called me and said, hey, boy, that was exciting. And I was like, yeah, it, that was breakneck pace, 70-some shots, great goaltending in both ends, people blocking shots. Finally, a breakthrough on the power play for the Badger power play. And... Not only was it the younger players who come in with great resumes, but the seniors who broke out of their slump in uh, the sense that, you know, I, I've never felt happier for a player than I did for Brock Caulfield last night. Sure. He, he just, he deserves every accolade that he gets. And for him to score the tying and winning goal in overtime, that's just like a dream come true for most college hockey players. And for Brock, it's one that he did really deserves first time he had scored a goal in 22 games where the other team actually had its goalie in the net yeah he had an empty netter at michigan in the 4-2 win last friday and that's another thing that it, it built off for the badgers that effort they had in ann arbor last weekend especially in friday's 4-2 victory where they're finding the way that they have to play you mentioned blocking shots playing defense much more connected around the puck in the offense and defensive zone uh, to be able to play with good teams like Michigan, like Minnesota that are preseason favorites in the Big Ten and in the national rankings. Offensively, I think one of the big keys to their success, and we, we talked about Kuhlman's last night, but uh, got in a situation where I think Coach Osiki has kind of uh, loosened the reins, mm -hmm. and uh, let's put it that way. So I get, a, I get in a situation where it's reaped benefits for him to loosen the reins. It used to be uh, pretty much a standard procedure that if the offside defenseman pinched or the nearside defenseman pitched, the other guy would go to the middle, the backside forward would come back. But you saw last night, Kuhlman's went in on the right-hand side of the net, dropped the puck to Brant. Uh, who did he drive it to? Yeah, he dropped it to, yeah, Bantle. And then all of a sudden he goes around the back of the net and he's on his forehand and Bantle just puts it on his stick. And I'm looking, he's the right-handed defenseman on the left side of the ice. What is going on here? Well, you picked two names that are perfect because I'll uh, ask head coach Tony Grano about both of those players who Kuhlman's made his presence felt all over the ice. You gave him the new position of Romer. <laughs> I mean, that was it. He was offense, he was defense. And Carson Banta, who played in his first regular season game, he had played in that exhibition game against Minnesota Duluth and was injured in the first period. He was a net front presence, to say the least, last night. I mean, it's not hard to find him on the ice at six foot five, two oh seven. But uh, he was there and a disruptive figure in front of Jack LaFontaine from Minnesota. And, you know, I've I come to practice a couple times a week, and he's a workaholic. He's not on the ice, but he's down there riding the bike. He's in the weight room. He's doing therapies, all the rest of that stuff. But I don't care what anybody says. You're not in game shape until you've played a couple games, at least a couple games. 
Last night we saw him sucking some wind after 30 seconds. Sure. Because he's not used to paying at this pace on this big of ice sheet. Well, that's why he was the extra forward last night to be able to rotate him in and get his feet wet, so to speak, and get him back in that game shape. He is back in the lineup again tonight, and we will have the starting lineups for you a little bit later as this pregame show continues. Catch up on the Badger injury report and give you an update there as well. That's another challenge this team has had to overcome, losing some key players, especially along that blue line in the names of like Tyler Inamoto, the most recent one, to be sidelined for the Badgers. But when we return... We'll chat with the Badgers head coach, Tony Granato, as they get set for this series finale against Minnesota. In two minutes, we'll return here on our pregame show. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. Welcome back to the Cole Center as the pregame show continues, counting down towards faceoff of game two of the series between the Badgers and the Minnesota Gophers. Joined now by Badgers head coach Tony Granato. And coach, uh, it was a beautiful fall day outside, but I'm guessing I'm not the only person in town who couldn't wait to get to the rink tonight to see your team and the Gophers score off after a, a fantastic effort last night. Yeah, it was a fun, you know, lots of people after the game uh, that sent text or called or I ran into said that might have been one of the funnest games that they've been to in a and college hockey. So uh, we, it was exciting. You know, lots of different things happened. Uh, obviously, when you can come back and beat a highly ranked team uh, like we did, uh, it's exciting for everybody. So the, first of all, the energy in the building was fantastic. The student section, the crease creatures, that end of the building, you know, was loud and energetic from the second the puck was dropped all the way through to the finish. So uh, that added a lot to it. And you, you saw two teams, uh, you know, that played, you know, great hockey. So uh, some power play goals, some shot Great shot blocks, some great saves, uh, some you know, some tremendous one-on-one -on -one efforts. Uh, you just saw, saw everything you want to see in a hockey game, and you saw a crazy goal because we shot one in our own net on, <laughs> when we had the goalie out for the extra attacker on the on the delayed penalty. So, so you saw lots of different things happen, and, and the, the positive thing for us was, you know, when when something like that happens, your team, you're playing really well, you're competing against a team that's you know extremely talented in Minnesota, and you yeah, you give up a goal like that, and it, and it puts you behind again. It, you, you want to see how your team's going to respond. And I, it took us a couple minutes there. We didn't finish the, the second period great, but we didn't give them anything else. Came in between periods, and I thought the third period we came out, we had some outstanding jump, uh, some great energy. Uh, obviously, Brock had a great play to, to get the tying goal for us, but we had multiple other chances to, to potentially take the lead there. And then we had to kill a big penalty late. You know, three minutes to go in the game. And then that's where you had the flurry around the net where everyone was diving to, to keep it out. And, and then to, to come away with an overtime win was just uh, just what college hockey is supposed to be, an exciting end-to-end -end action with two teams that uh, that go back and forth at each other. A couple of players on your side that uh, that really stood out, one of which we talked about on the, on the post-game show that fans get to see is, is Carson Kuhlman as, as a defenseman. I guess he's a defenseman. It seems like a name only because he's all over the ice doing everything for your team. And you really need because he, he's like a rover, I guess, in some sense, because he's involved in the offensive play as much as he's a big factor on the defensive end as well. He is, and, and what I liked about him last night is recognition of when to jump in the play offensively. Early in the game, you know, uh, you know, Minnesota forechecked us hard, but then at times they went back in the neutral zone and did a really good job of clogging the neutral zone. And I thought Course did a really good job of recognizing where the space was and when the opportunities were available to jump at the right time. And that's what you need to have. If you got a, a defenseman that just picks the puck up and tries to go end to end every shift, you're probably going to pull it out of your net, you know, quite a few times during that game. So he was he was smart on how he he jumped in the offense. He had some great chances offensively. Was able to score on the big goal on the power play for us to get us back in the game in the second. 
And yeah, I think that was, you know, we can say, a breakout game for him, a confidence builder for him, just a game where he really made a statement that he's an elite defenseman. Another player that fans here got their first chance to see was Carson Bantle. And among the many things that he brings to the team, it certainly seems like a net front presence. He's not hard to see out there making it difficult on the goaltender. Yeah, I was real happy to finally get him back in the lineup. He played the one period of that Duluth game and got dung in that game, and he's missed uh, the last seven. So uh, for us to get him back, what you just said is what he brings. He brings size. He brings a tenacious forechecking uh, hunt on the puck. Uh, he's hard to play against. He's around there in that. He's strong on pucks. Uh, and he's a great teammate. He's a great kid to have on the bench. So uh, I thought he played really well. You know, when you, when you miss the start of the season, you know, it, sometimes it takes you a while to get back into the pace. And I thought for him, we didn't, I didn't play him, overplay him. And I gave, I spotted him in there and, and I thought he handled it really well. And, and he was the guy that screened on the Kuhlman goal on the power play that, that took uh, the eyes away from LaFontaine. And we were able to score there on, on his play. So, so yeah, it was a great start for him. We'll have more with the Badgers head coach in two minutes. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. I'm Sawyer and I'm Shannon. Together, we're Twin Stunts, the only twin motorcycle freestyle show in the world. We are born and raised in Wisconsin, so we want all our fellow cheeseheads to know that even though we clutch it up, hit 12, and drift in our show, we would never do it on the open road. And there's another thing we would never do on the road. Drive drunk. Drive sober or get pulled over. Together, we can save lives. Learn more at zeroinwisconsin.gov. Wisconsin DOT. You're a proud Wisconsin Badger hockey fan. Get to Kohl's and show your pride with official Badger game day gear for the whole family. Kohl's has the best selection of Badger jerseys, sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, and so much more, all at great Kohl's prices. Save even more with Kohl's cash, only at Kohl's. Shop in-store or anytime at Kohl's.com. Kohl's is a proud partner of Wisconsin Athletics. At Kohl's, when you're a fan, you're family. Go Badgers! Everline Solar is Wisconsin's largest home solar company and a proud partner of Wisconsin Athletics. With Everline Solar, you simply take the money you already spend to rent power the old way and shift it over to pay for solar panels you own instead. We supply the solar panels and take care of all the installation for no upfront cost to make going solar simple and affordable. To learn more about solar for your home, visit EverlightSolar.com. That's EverlightSolar.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. 
This holiday season, keep bumper to bumper in mind when shopping for holiday gifts. For big gifts and little stocking stuffers, shop first at your local bumper to bumper auto parts store. This month, ATD three-piece plier sets are just $28.95, and a 12-in-1 multi-tool is just $9.95, while the Wilmar Cobb Worklight is only $7.95 this month. For stocking stuffers galore, visit your conveniently located and locally owned bumper to bumper auto parts store, where service is the difference. We get it. Back at the Cole Center, joined again by Badgers head coach Tony Granato. And Coach, you mentioned a little bit earlier block shots. You look at the stats from last night, 27 to 11, believe in your favor in block shots. How important is that, especially in a game when both teams were firing so many shots? Goaltender made a lot of saves, but you had a lot of other guys making some key plays in front of the net. We, we did, and that was kind of what our team became last year. Tyler Inamoto led the charge. He's one of those guys that every game he finds a way to get six or seven really good blocks. And... And when you start to do that as a teammate, you realize, geez, you know, he's, he's eating a lot of pucks for our team. I better start doing that. And I think that's what, you know, started to happen last night. And, and you know, to win games and to win games in our conference and with the schedule we have, you're going to have to get bruised up and you're going to have to eat some pucks. And, and that was really an important part of the game. And also the thing it does, too, it lets your goaltender know how hard you're playing in front of him. Gives him a little bit of confidence and gives him, you know, uh, you know, a good mindset of knowing how hard the guys are playing. So I think that that was, uh, again, a big part of last night's game. And, and hopefully that's uh, one of our uh, things that we continue to do throughout the year. One of the times that fans see a lot of those block shots is on your penalty kill. And over the last couple of games, your penalty kill unit has been pretty good. I believe six of the last seven that you've been able to, to kill off. An important area for your special teams while your power play got a goal last night, that penalty kill being very important to keep you in games and keep the games close at this point. Well, the two key penalties last night, one was the first shift of the game. You know, you start the series and you're going behind against that power play and those players that are so skilled on that team. You know, you need a big kill. And then late in the game, you got a tie game and you're only three minutes away from overtime and you're playing great. Yeah, you got to kill another one. So I, I thought that the times of those penalty kills were really, really important. And, and again, like you said, guys stepped up, got in the way, got some big blocks and some saves when we needed them. And, and you know, those are momentum changers. If you can have a great kill and get some blocks on it, frustrate the, you know, the other team's high-skilled guys and give your bench energy, lots of times it leads into, you know, the shifts after being in your favor. One of the benefits of going with the two goalies with the row and Mo rotation that you've got going, where they can kind of feed off of each other, where one goes out and puts out a good performance like Mo one night, then it's row the next night sort of thing? It's a row and Mo or Mo and row. I don't know. Whatever way you want <laughs> yeah. to describe it is yeah. your choice. But uh, uh, I think, that, you know, last year, I've I said this before, Cam Row was this great student of the game. Uh, and from the standpoint of we went in all new buildings last year for him that he hadn't played in, and we gave him the first night to get settled in, look at the other team, how they played get used to the building, get used to the atmosphere, and uh, come in in the second night. And he handled that really, really well. And and this year, you know, we tried a couple different things in the first few series on how we were going to do and who was going to play and things like that. And I, I just wanted to get back into a rotation where, where I gave uh, both goalies an opportunity to have success. And Jared started the first game in Michigan, played really, really well. We had Cam sit on the bench, get ready for the second game. Obviously pitched a great game and a win in that game. And then, you know, uh, I thought we'd stick with that same, you know, set for for sure this week. I, I would guess that we'd be doing it the next few weeks because I think it's, a, uh, you know, something that both the goalies like. Yeah. Uh, we want to, you know, they're both goalies that can win games for us. Uh, so at some point, do we have to make a decision and play maybe one guy two nights in a row? That's possible. But right now, I think both of them 
our, our great teammates. They understand the situation. They both know they're capable of, of helping our team win, and, and they, they complement each other extremely well. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck tonight. Thank you, Rob. That's Badgers head coach Tony Granato. We'll have more at the pregame show in two minutes. This Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. For the 301st time, the rivalry is renewed. The Badgers and the Gophers. The series finale as the Badgers shoot for a series sweep against number five, Minnesota. The puck is dropped, and we are underway with another great day for hockey. The opening faceoff is brought to you by Odyssey Greek Yogurt. Start your day with thick, creamy, and all-natural Greek yogurt with real flavorful fruit. Odyssey Greek Yogurt. At center ice, Stodiker for Minnesota. They've gotten rid of Ian's least favorite jerseys ever. Their throwbacks, their 100th anniversary celebration jerseys, and gone to their traditional home jerseys, wearing white tonight as the Badgers, as they did last night, wearing their Cardinal jerseys with white lettering and trim. Their road jerseys typically, but after the red out last night and the success, you don't mess with a winning streak, Ian. No, you don't, and uh, <laughs> it, it's whether it's an omen or whatever it is, but people will jump on top of that and say, man, did you see how well you played in your red jersey? <laughs> right. Well, and uh, if it uh, strokes you the right way, go for it. Early icing call here. They blew it down as if it was an icing, but yeah. they're going to have to face off right back on the motion W at center ice here. Linesman was on the other side of the ice that made the call, and the referee standing right there saw Brock Caulfield touch that puck before it went into the zone. Badgers will send it in to Jack LaFontaine, who plays it behind his own net. LaFontaine, the netminder for Minnesota, had 31 saves last night. The reigning Richter Award winner. Oh. Badgers send it in on net, a near-scoring opportunity right in front of the student section, bringing up the cheer from the crowd. But Minnesota skates it out of harm's way, and Brodzinski at center ice will play it into the Badger end. Kuhlemans is there to collect it, turns up along the near boards, brings it over to the blue line and out to center ice. Hands it off to Ashan. Ashan dragged down to the ice as he got into the offensive zone. Faber was right there with him, and the Badgers head off on a change. That allows Minnesota to get it out of the zone. Minute and a half gone by here in the opening period. Martin back in his own zone for Wisconsin with the puck. Looking for some help. Lex to bring it right up the middle. Then fires a pass to Brown. Drop pass and a shot right on from the blue line by Mersch. And Mersch had quite a few of those last night. He had four shots on goal last night. Gets his first one here this evening. Gophers try to get it out of the zone, but it's held by the Badgers. Down low to Mersch below the red line. Centering pass from a bad angle. Goes right on LaFontaine. Kicks it away, and now the puck out at center ice. Dump back in by Brown, who will head off on a line change as the freshman joined by the rest of his line mates. Calculated pass or shot by Mersch. Knew that it was going to be a rebound out in front, just praying that one of the Badgers would be there for that rebound. You get a rebound. You get a strange bounce off a goalie's pad, something. No such thing as a bad scoring opportunity there. At center ice, play continues. No score here early in the first period between the Badgers and Gophers. Banta will backhand it in. Big number 21, the freshman forward at six foot five, 207 on Alaska, Wisconsin. Stoppage here, and there'll be a faceoff right in front of the Gophers bench. 17.32 to go in the opening period. I think what should happen is that they should put... 21, 22, and 25 on the same line. Then we'd have <laughs> All meat, right. meat and more meat. Boy, there's some big boys out there. Badgers get it in the offensive zone, go to work on the forecheck, something they've done very well at the past few games especially. Tark Baker rings it down low. 
Collected by Murphs. Checked off the puck momentarily. Plays it across. Puck loose out in the slot. It'll come back to Latch at the point. Latch shot right on. That's gloved out of the air by LaFontaine. He'll squeeze it and take the face off to his right. And again, a perfect representation of what I talked about in the pregame is that Coach Osiki has given the near side defenseman a little more leeway. Daniel Latch as a freshman went in, tried to strip the puck, did strip the puck, and got a shot on net. Nine times out of ten, freshmen would have been backing up, hoping to avoid a three-on-two or a two-on-one. Last night, the Badgers, well, victory 4-3 to three, technically goes down to the tie. They get the extra point, winning in the uh, overtime. When they play three-on-three three in the extra session. Minnesota will skate it out to center ice. Lose control of the puck. S try to play it to the board. Can't get it out. D. St. Fall trying to pry it loose. It'll pop up into the air. Everybody trying to get after it. Faber collects it inside the blue line. Walks it down to the top of the circle. Rishad, and there's a painful block shot for Brock Caulfield. That one stung. Hit him right in the skate. He's looking to try to get off the ice, but can't as Minnesota keeps it in the offensive zone. Finally, as it squirts to center and dumped back in by Faber, Brock Caulfield can get over the boards as he tries to do so. Teammates giving a little pat on the head, but he definitely felt all of that one. I was about to say, if that puck would have squirted free, we would see how hurt Brock really was. <laughs> Gophers dump it back in. Brodzinski will play it in. He had four points in that Big Ten championship victory over the Badgers, 6-4 a year ago in South Bend. Two goals and two assists. Kulemans flutters it out to center ice. Collected by Kester for Minnesota. And back comes Sammy Walker for the Gophers. Walker in over the line. Puts a wrist shot that goes wide of the net. Off the backboards to the near side. Collected by Brown. His pass attempt fails. Walker scoops it up and counters to Brodzinski. Brodzinski right on. And Rowe squeezes that one. Leaving no rebound. Nice save for Cameron Rowe. Tested for the first time here this evening. Good communication between the two defensemen. As uh, you looked out, there was a little turnover right at the blue line. One defenseman takes the man right to the net, that being Walker as he went to the net. The other defenseman cuts down the angle, allows Cameron Rowe to take it right in the belly and get us a faceoff. So the faceoff to the left of Rowe. Last night after the first period, 20 minutes of action, 13-13 shots on goal, no score. The eruption came in period number two when the teams combined for five goals, including one unintended uh, empty netter. A shot, a rebound is loose in front, collected by Hooglin, who steers it wide. It'll come back to the point. Stodeker's shot doesn't reach the net. That hits Johnson. Ryder Donovan watching his man closely, but he gets the puck going right around him, and then a shot right on that Rowe makes the save as Hooglin collects the puck. Yeah, this line, uh, this unit of five for Minnesota kind of got the number for Ryder Donovan and his associates. So the Badgers with the home change because they are the home team get the last change. We'll turn around and Minnesota makes a change. Coach Granado knows who he wants to have out against that new incoming line. That line you mentioned for Minnesota that was out there was Jackson Nelson, Aaron Huglin, and Johnny Sorensen that had a couple of chances and good puck possession. Badgers get the puck all the way down the ice. Gophers trying to get it out but held at the line, pinched in by Kerr. Goes into the corner. Malmquist has it bumped off, taken off his stick as he's bumped to the wall. A chance to clear. Can't do so. Gorniak plays it down low to Malmquist. Back to Gorniak. Gorniak from a sharp angle. Save is made by LaFontaine, who is tight to the post. How is that not interference? Man knocked down up front was Tarek oh. Baker, who was also in the blue paint. Long dump in by the Badgers. Goes right in on LaFontaine. Malmquist was caught behind the action. I'm not sure how that wasn't quite offside. The shot went on on net. Save was made. Pitlick will wrist it into the Badger end. Kulemans will be the first one to it. He'll play it hard off the boards on the far side and out to center ice. Sean pokes for it, leaps up into the air and delivers a big collision. 
Not sure who got the best and the worst of it, but it was entertaining to watch, that's for sure. Kuhlman's at center ice, gets a turnover. He'll bring it to the blue line. Tried to dump it, couldn't do so. Followed up by Caulfield. Could see him back out there. Couldn't play it deep and allows Minnesota a chance to get it over the line. But S is right there to create a turnover off of Myers' feed. Here come the Badgers. Caulfield to the middle. His shot attempt hits a skate and comes to the near corner. D. St. Fall pinned up against the wall. Myers takes over control for Minnesota. And now the Gophers have it. 14-10 to go in the first period. No score between Wisconsin and Minnesota. Long lead pass finds Nevers. He'll play it softly into the Badger end. Four or five bodies all meet and greet. Finally, it squirts loose to the far side. Held there by Johnson down low. It comes back to the blue line. To Johnson, right up the middle. Wrist shot to flex off traffic. Goes just wide of the net. Down is row. And a goal for Minnesota almost from behind the net. At least below the red line on a bad angle as Rowe is down and out of position. The Gophers are on the board, one to nothing. I believe that was Matthew Nyes who stuffed it home. Well, the interesting part about that is that everything was done right by Bucky. The shot came from the point. It was wide of the net, but watch how quickly it just comes right off. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. The back dasher board and doesn't allow Roe to get to the post fast enough Nyes is uh, Johnny on the spot, and luckily for him, he was on his forehand and just dumped it over top to the pad. So they'll give the official goal with 13.48 left here in the first period. I'm I'm assuming that it's going to be Nyes, and the defenseman who took the shot will get the primary assist. Matthew Nyes, a second-round draft pick of the Toronto Maple Leafs, gets his fourth goal of the season. The the yes is for the Maple Leafs draft (laughs) choice, as you can hear, Ian, not the fact that he scored. Here comes Sammy Walker with a head of steam for Minnesota. Got a man with him. Walker with a backhander. That's blocker to side. And back behind the net by Rowe. Badgers on their heels here. Gophers have a one nothing lead and looking for more. Their top line out there right now. At center ice, Brzezinski will play it back as the Gophers get control of the puck in over the line. McLaughlin sends it through the slot. It'll come to the near side. Walker is there. Bumps with his man. Brzezinski joins the attack as well. Lacoma hold it at the line. Get it down to Walker. Send it back to Stoddicker at the blue line. Far side, a one-timer. Shot is blocked. Rebound comes right in on Rowe. Is camped out front with McLaughlin. Gophers buzzing here with their top line after just having scored the game's first goal. McLaughlin inside the blue line will walk it to the middle, take it all the way to the far top circle. Wrist shot right on shoulder to side by Rowe. But there is Brozinski. He turns it over, a chance for Ryder Donovan to clear. Gets it up to Bantle through the neutral zone. He'll wrist it in and head off on a change. Gophers had a chance there to expand their lead from one. A turnover at center ice. The Badgers counter right in. Gorniak bumped to the ice, then avoids a big hit from Lacombe. Puck comes into the near corner right in front of the student section. 
Gorniak has it. He'll play it down low to Baker. Shove from behind. Baker's backhand pass doesn't work. Gorniak trying to pry it loose. Can't do so. It'll squirt towards S. But instead, Brodzinski plays it up to center. And now he can get off on a change. Inside their own zone, it's Josh S for the Badgers. Gives it off to Cool or tried to get it off to Coolman's. That didn't work. A turnover in Minnesota keeps it in. Jackson Nelson brings it to the near side. Baker tried to send it back behind the net, couldn't do so. Nelson falls down. That allows Baker to get it or Gorniak to get it to the line, but he couldn't get it out. Kept in the zone by the Gophers. Badgers bottled up here and having Ooh. some problems on the forecheck by Minnesota. Huglin with a chance on a backhander, and then gets the rebound, and it comes right back to him. He fires it home and scores. That was the first it. pass attempt didn't work, and it came right back to Huglin, who scored. I got a feeling it's Johnny Walker. Well, he's not on the ice, so that's Huglin number Oops, seven, sorry. yeah. Anyway, uh, just like a stick-handling clinic is what happened as the Badgers turned over the puck not once, not twice, but three times in the offensive zone, in their defensive zone. And once Minnesota got control of the puck and was able to move to the center of the ice, got the Badgers flat-footed. Yeah, Huglin tried to slide a backhander or a pass or a shot that hit a skate, came right back to him, and then he stuffed it home, and it's now 2-0 Minnesota. The Buffalo Sabres draft choice in Roseau, Minnesota native. It's the second tally of this opening period for Minnesota, and the Gophers have come out on fire here in period number one. They've got the puck now back in in the attack. Shot right on, Rowe makes the save. It'll go towards the corner. Finally, the Badgers get it out of the zone. It'll go all the way down the ice. It'll go wide of LaFontaine. And so an icing call here in the Badgers. 11-22 to go in the first. Shots on goal are even at 7-7. But it's Minnesota leading 2-0. Uh, just to kind of recap, Matthew Nye's got the even strength goal at 13-46. Mason Nevers the only assist. Uh, Huglin, should he get a goal and an assist <laughs> for the same goal? Passing it back to yourself, basically, yeah. off of the Badgers' skate. And then... Firing at home, you could tell the confusion as the Badgers were running around and the Gophers had the extra step on them. Face off, the Badgers get control of it and get it out to center ice as Deep St. Paul does just that. And now the Badgers can get that change they need. Nevers will bring it back into the zone. His pass was on the stick of his teammate Nyes, who has one of those two goals, but then he was bumped off the puck. It'll come back out to center ice. A turnover inside the offensive zone gives Ashawn a chance. He's rocked down to the ice, looking for a penalty call, but none is coming. Back come the Gophers the other way. Nice. Pulls on the brakes. Looks for some help. Can't find anybody. Badgers poke it to center ice. Racing after it is Mersh. He can't get there in time. That allows Minnesota to pass it around and get good control of the puck. Lacombe looking for some help. Slides it over to Kester. Kester at his own blue line. Slams it off the boards. Back for Walker. Walker goes to the other side of Lacombe and it's dumped into the Badger zone. 2-0 Gophers on top. Now 10-25 to go in the opening period. In their own zone, the Badgers will break it out. Pelton with a long lead pass, touched by Erdahl, so no icing here as it rings around the boards. Johnson comes in on the forechuck. He'll poke it down low. Donovan trying to get away from his man. He's being watched by Walker. Slides it back to the blue line for Kuhlman. Wrist shot through traffic. That doesn't reach. Rebound is fired over the top of the cage by Erdahl. There was a good chance for the Badgers Ooh. off the read. Erdahl shot it right at the student section. He got something on that one, but it went high and wide of the net. Puck goes up out of play here, so we'll have a stoppage and a break. A chance for everybody here in the Cole Center to catch their breath, and we will as well. Badgers trailing the Gophers 2-0 in period number one. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. 
Hey, Badger fans, no one can thrive on an empty stomach, and that's why Alliant Energy continues to help fight hunger in Wisconsin. Alliant Energy, using our energy for good in the communities we serve. Offensive zone faceoff for the Badgers, who trail the Gophers 2 to nothing here, just past the midway point of period number one. Badgers trailed 2 to nothing last night as well. That was in the second period. They were able to rally. They'll need to do so here again tonight. Gophers control it, try to clear it, comes right to the blue line, but can't be poked out by Huglin, and it's sent back down low by the Badgers. Pinching in is Pelton, and he'll try to play it behind the board, behind the net, along the boards, picked off by the Gophers. They break it out right up the middle of Sorensen, takes the pass, loses it then at center ice. It's still collected on the follow-up and brought in by Nelson. Fires a shot Ooh. that goes wide of the blocker of Rowe. He got a lot into that one, and it went hard off the boards. Puck now dribbles its way back to Rowe, and he'll cover it up, taking a face-off to his right. That wasn't a lot of time. When Nelson came down, he just kind of pulled it back and bang, he shot a rocket. And it, had it been anywhere close to being on net, poof, that might have torn a hole in the back of the webbing. Last night, it was a pretty even first period as that 13-13 shots on goal number indicated. Uh, tonight, so far, it has been mostly Minnesota from the start. As far as scoring opportunities are concerned, the Badgers have had their fair share of uh, little stuff that didn't go their way but for the most part quality of shots all Bucky or all Minnesota excuse me Sean centering pass hits a pad comes back to him Kuhlemans will keep it at the blue line try to get away from a check loses control of the puck nobody can get it finally it'll squirt loose Luck and out. Pitlick with it for Minnesota looking for some help he cuts to the middle finds it late to Brinkman Brinkman can't get the shot or centering pass off Good work by the Badgers there. And here come the Badgers trying to create a two-on-one. D. St. Fall, he's got a man with him, and that's Caulfield. D. St. Fall to the middle, shoots. Oh, a great move, but steered it just wide. He got past the defenseman, had the puck still on his stick as he cut from his right to his left, but then slid the shot just back past below Jack LaFontaine's glove and wide of the net. Brinkman with it now for the Gophers. Behind the net, he'll bring it to the near side. Got it to Bros, who gets it back to Brinkman after Bros had to absorb a check from Brown. Minnesota controlling it on top in the scoreboard. 2-0 as well here. Now 8.15 to go in the opening period. Badgers create a turnover at center ice but can only get it to inside the blue line. Brinkman will play it back out to center. Ram right back in by Lotch. It'll go all the way around the boards to the far side as the Badgers are in the middle of a change. Played out to center by Kester. It hits a skate and comes back to him inside his own zone for Minnesota. Looking, Brinkman wasn't there. He slid it to an open spot anyway. And that allows the Badgers to keep some zone time here. Banta will pin his man up against the wall, try to get the puck down low, but instead it now comes out to S at the blue line. Staying just inside the line, plays it over to Kuhlman's wrist shot from the sharp angle on the right side as he came down below the circle, but the save was made by LaFontaine. That was almost uh, as embarrassing as the open net goal that Wisconsin scored on itself. The defenseman shot it into the corner where he thought his partner was going to be. Nobody home. Great move by D. St. Paul. Hit the net, son. Hit the net. Yes, we got another look at that one. That was that was one of those highlight reel goals if he can finish it off, that's for sure, because it was a fantastic move. Offensive zone faceoff for the Badgers. They did a good job of that last night in their win. Lose the draw here, however. S at the blue line will keep it in. Play it off the backboards. A chance for Stodiker to try to get it out. Instead, it's held at the line by Erdahl. Got a man behind him that pokes it loose, and Kuhlemans will have to collect it at center. 
shoots it past. Walker lobs it high in. <laughs> over in. I think it might have gone off the scoreboard. Yes, it did. It went and off the bottom so of that, that massive screen up there. Eh, don't worry. if they'll, uh, they'll send you a bill if you break something in that thing. And so that brings the stoppage, and we'll have a faceoff back in front of the Badger bench. That was one of the highlights of my assistant coaching career at the Coliseum. I got to go up with Sparky and change the lights <laughs> in the scoreboard way up top on the catwalk. Uh, Walk, uh, Walker to take the draw for Minnesota. Doing so against Baker for Wisconsin. Gophers get it in over the line. Burroughs avoids a couple of checks, sends it down low behind the net. Badgers get control of it along the near wall. Can't get it out. Gets past Gorniak, held by Lacombe again a second time. Finally, the Badgers chop at it and get it out to the neutral zone. Gorniak skates past it as he went after it. It was played at the line by the Badgers to get it in deep by Baker. Badgers did a good job on the four check last night, as they did against Michigan, trying to do so here again and create some turnovers and opportunities. Gorniak at center ice. He'll backhand it in deep as he takes the check from Lacombe. And then Gorniak heads off on a change. Stoddicker with it now from Minnesota behind his own net. Takes it to the far side with the pass. And here come the Gophers out of their own end. McLaughlin threw a couple of Badger stick checks. Picked up by Bros. Gets away from man. Slides a backhand pass to the McLaughlin. He tried to center it out front. Had somebody coming, but the pass was up in the air. And Jackson Nelson could never get it down. Here come the Badgers. Sean in over the line. He'll play it along the boards. Tried to get it to D. St. Paul. He was cut off from it. By Ryan Johnson. Minnesota gains control of it. Faber will try to get it out. Gives it off to a teammate. It's wristed out to center ice. Badgers knock the fluttering puck but can't get control of it. Here comes Huglin in. One of the goal scorers for Minnesota. Takes it behind the net. Avoiding the check or trying to deal with the check of Martin. That's annoying him like a gnat that was all over him. They chop at each other, held off, and we get a stoppage here. And we're going to get a penalty call, I think, on Wisconsin. We're going to get a penalty call against Mr. Martin. When he dropped his stick, he continued on with the play and ended up grabbing the arm of Huglin and made his way into the penalty box because of two minutes for holding. And that penalty will come with 6.03. So at 1357... The Badgers will find themselves shorthanded for the first time, but already down two to nothing. Last night, the Badgers did a good job of staying out of the penalty box. Only two penalties for four minutes, not giving the Gophers much of a chance with their power play. Very, penalty- very inopportune times to take those penalties last night. Yeah, the first one uh, right out of the shoot. The Badgers had to kill that one off. And now they will be tested here tonight as well, having killed off six of their last seven man advantage situations that they face. Kester at the blue line plays it across. Pass goes through. Walker comes to Burroughs along the near boards. He'll send it down low to McLaughlin. Back to Burroughs. Burroughs inside the blue line pass. Gets the return. Back to Burroughs. Wrist shot right on. Nice save by Rowe. And a good job of not having a rebound with McLaughlin pinned right up against his blocker. Not having the rebound is the most important part of that shot and save because of the fact that Blake McLaughlin just kind of camped out. No Badger made any effort to move him out of there. Had they tried to, he probably would have went cross ice. So it's that damned if you do, damned if you don't syndrome. Jackson Nelson takes the draw for Minnesota, but Brock Caulfield gets it to a teammate in care, and the Badgers here are able to send it all the way down the ice. 1.35 to go in the holding call to Martin. Gophers wind it up and bring it out of their own zone. Lacombe to center ice. A little backhand flip pass to Nye. Puts on the brakes. He'll slide back to the point. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Gophers setting up the power play here, up two to nothing in the first period. It's Myers with it along the near circle. Doesn't like what he sees, sends it back to Lacombe inside the line. He'll go to the far side to Nelson. As they spread out up top, they get it to Nevers right in the middle, and he let a backhander go. Got a little steam on that one, but it just went wide of the net. Myers slides it long low to Nyes, who walks up front, can't stuff it home, but the puck was loose, and it finds a friendly stick blade. Shot home, and it's now three to nothing, thanks to Jackson Nelson. Jackson Nelson uh, played it correctly. Uh, he just stayed on the perimeter, stayed on the perimeter. He's on his forehand. Once the initial save was made and the goaltender was down, things are just kind of everybody's every place. Three Badgers right back there in the blue paint, but does not give Cameron Rowe any type of a chance to make that save. Back door on your forehand, score that nine times out of ten. Jackson Nelson, who had the game-winning goal against the Badgers in that Big Ten tournament title game a year ago, Gets the third of the evening for Minnesota tonight. It's now a 3-0 Gophers lead with 4.15 counting in the first period. Play continues in the Minnesota zone, but only momentarily as the Gophers win the battle for the puck. Johnson will play it ahead out to center ice. Here comes Pitlick in over the line. Nice backhand pass to the middle to Bros, but he couldn't collect it. Sent down low to Pitlick, who chips it along the boards. Badgers take over. Baker gets it to Malmquist, but Malmquist tried to send it back towards him, but Tark was heading over the boards on a change. Definitely some Ooh. jump in the step of uh, Minnesota here tonight. That was their second power play unit that was out there moving the puck along well. They found some openings here tonight with some chances. Turnover by Walker, but the Gophers able to find the puck. McLaughlin gets it on his tape. Almost setting up like it was a power play as the uh, Badgers were almost in a box. Finally win it, but Erdahl turns it right over to Walker, finds a man down low. That's McLaughlin. He couldn't get the shot off, however. Finally, by the time he had control of the puck, he was down below the red line behind the net. Up to center ice it comes. Played by Kester on a pass to Walker. They gain the zone. Centering pass hits a skate and goes just wide of the net. As camped out front was Brodzinski. Lotch tries to get it out of the zone off the glass. Instead, it'll go up into the netting. And a faceoff with 3.37 to go in the first of a 3 nothing Minnesota lead. Unofficial counting that if Minnesota defensemen have had their way with the Badger forwards at the near blue line. Badgers trying to come out, not getting stick-to-stick -stick passes as they try and chip it. Minnesota's just been creating turnover after turnover at the offensive blue line. So face-off just over the blue line outside of the Badger zone. Brock Caulfield to take it against Jackson Nelson, who just scored that power play goal a moment ago. Minnesota wins it. Stoddicker gets it to Lacombe. 
McComb looking for some help. He'll slide a cross-ice pass right in front of the Badger bench to Sorensen. And Johnny rings it around the boards to the near side and all the way over the line where Lacombe will have to gather it in. Gets it back over to Stodiker. Cross-ice. He finds Huglin. Huglin into the Badger zone. Puts it in the brakes. Centering pass comes right down. Roll. Rebound is steered over top of the net by Nelson. Huglin just threw it at the net. Roll yeah. got a piece of it, and that was a bad spot for a rebound to Nelson. Exactly the case. And, uh, you know, he had just scored a goal on the power play from that exact same spot. So the fact that it was bouncing when he tried to shoot it, but Rowe gave up a, a rebound to the center of the ice, not into the corner where you would like to have your goaltender place the puck. Looks like Kuhleman's got a uh, piece of that one that sent it up out of play. And so that's why a faceoff will be just to the right of Cameron Rowe in the Badgers zone. Minnesota wins the draw, comes back to the blue line. Long wrist shot, hits bodies, never reaches the net off the stick of Ryan Johnson, but Johnson has it now. Plays it along the boards behind the net. Care with a nice job to shield off Myers and play it along the board. Stang gets it out of his own zone. Long cross ice pass, finds Brown. He's got a man in the middle. Brown cuts to the middle, shoots right on, and LaFontaine makes the save as that one went right into the bread basket. Little pushing and shoving after the whistle as Dominic Mersch makes his presence felt. He and Matthew Nyes with some introductions. Yeah, there was a, and the initial shot was taken by Nyes right behind the, below the goal line. And the retaliation came right after that. Mersch tried to go hard to the net and went hard to the net. And then the next thing you know, there were words. How's chemistry? I don't think that was it. I don't think so. Are you still living in the dorm? That could be. Maybe. <laughs> Tarek Baker to take the offensive zone faceoff for the Badgers, who could desperately use a goal here late in the first period. Gets it back to a shot from the blue line. Hits a glove. Goes past Baker. He'll play it down behind the net to Gorniak. On his backhand side, back to S. One-timer oh. that deflects and just goes wide of a screen. LaFontaine. Held by Kuhlemans in front of the Gophers bench. He'll send it off the backboards. Around it goes. S pinching in. Keeps it in. Flutters high up into the air. Lacombe tracks it down. Plays it to Stodiker behind the Gopher net. Stodiker takes it to the far side. Tried to wrist it out. Fanned on it. Gophers have to go back and get it as the Badgers are in the middle of a change. That will allow Lacombe time to skate it out through the middle and out to center ice. Gets it off to Nelson. He'll wrist it into the Badger end. Josh S. going after it. S. tries to get a backhander off. Can't do so, but then pokes it along the far boards. Badgers get it out. Here they come through center. Brock Caulfield in over the line. Fans on the shot. Rebound comes right back to him. He chips it towards the net. LaFontaine makes the save, and he is down, holding his right leg in some serious pain. Can't tell if Caulfield clipped him as he was going by with maybe a skate blade or something, but the puck came back to Caulfield, who continued to try to jam at home as his momentum took him back behind the net, but... LaFontaine is definitely down and in pain. And grabbing his right leg significantly. I would say hamstring, knee, just taking a wild guess, but... Yeah, he's grabbing that, uh, that right leg, and he wasn't uh, wasting any time in doing so. That's for sure, as the teams go to their respective benches. And that brings backup netminder Justin, Justin Close over the uh, boards, and he's uh, stretching out just in case he has to go in here. You do notice Justin Close's hometown? Uh, somewhere in Saskatchewan, yes. Yes, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a blur once I get into Saskatchewan, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that is the case. Well, LaFontaine is helped to his feet by a couple of his teammates, and the door is opening, and he's heading to the locker room right away. So there's no question that that was a uh, 
significant injury to say the least as LaFontaine didn't even try to skate around to see if he could still go. He is heading to the locker room with a trainer right now. Yeah, and I, I would like to see a replay because I, I'm pretty sure there was nothing malicious. It's when he tried to make the second save on Brock Caulfield that the traffic in front, I don't know if somebody stepped on No, him, you know what him. happened? When they showed the replay a moment ago, as Caulfield was going in for the rebound to the net, his skate, his right leg, went inside the pad underneath LaFontaine. And whether it was just that he kicked him or hit him or whether the skate blade cut him or something along those lines, but it got underneath the pad and right on the right leg of Jack LaFontaine. Minnesota's plays back underway, gets it into the Badger zone. Held at the line by Myers, can't play it deep. D. St. Fall takes a whack at it and gets it out to center ice. Faber will bring it back in for the Gophers, who lead it 3 to nothing here with a minute 35 to go in the first period. Pass back to the point, hops over the stick of Johnson. He'll have to go back into his own zone to track it down. Gets it over to Nyes, who has to take a hit from Bantle. Bantle looking around for where the puck is and where Nyes is as well. And where he is. Man, he got that one right in the middle of the chest. He doesn't look any better for that experience. As he heads he over to the bench. Injured that shoulder again. That's the part that's yeah, scary. Yeah, exactly right. He has been out since the exhibition game against Minnesota Duluth with a shoulder injury just returning this weekend. Last night was his first game of the season. Badgers back on the attack. Ryder Donovan, long wrist shot right on to close, who makes his first save. And we're going to have, a, I think, a penalty call right away here as one of the Badgers is dumped down going to the net. Referees maybe trying to get a little bit of control of this one again here because we've had a lot of extracurricular activity the past couple of whistles. Kind of hogtied him, uh, to be honest with you. The situation being is that he was just skating across the front. As soon as he, the goaltender had made the save, there should have been nothing to happen. That was Blake McLaughlin who's going to get the penalty call there, and it was Max Johnson for the Badgers who was going hard to the net, as you mentioned, who was dragged down to draw the call. And he just got a, kind of pitchforked him and hooked his uh, legs and ripped them out from underneath them. So the Badgers, with one minute left here in the first period, down three to nothing, will enjoy their first power play of the game. An important one minute here, if they could get on the board, a power play that last night, this court's power play for the Badgers, went one for three last night, trying to get a goal here in their first opportunity in this series finale. Gophers win the draw, will send it all the way down to row at the other end. Collected by Kulemans, who will walk up the middle, almost turned it over, got it back. Drops a pass inside his own zone to St. Fall through the neutral zone. He gets it off to Caulfield on the far boards. Plays it down low to St. Ah. Fall. He'll wrap it harder on the boards. Unfortunately, nobody is there as Banta was coming in, but there was no point man to be able to hold it along the boards. And so the Badgers will regroup. Here's Kulemans now bringing it out to the blue line. Drops a pass to D. St. Fall. Fires one off for Ashan, who gets over the blue line of the offensive zone. Ashan plays it on the boards. There's no point man there as they keep ringing it around. Caulfield is there. Now to Kulemans. Inside the blue line as the Badgers set it up. You mentioned before, one defenseman and four forwards out there can sometimes get a little confusion in that area. A wrist shot right on. Pad save made by Kluth. Rebound squirts right back to him, and this time he gets down on top of it. He'll take the faceoff to his left. The Badgers there with a scoring opportunity late in this period and on the power play as Ashan let the wrist shot go. Not very good clock management by the Badgers. I don't think they realize how few seconds they have left. Kuhlman should have teed it up at one point in time. I'm pretty sure that D. St. Falk should have teed it up again. They've got time for... If you win the draw, you've got time for one shot. Offensive zone faceoff for the Badgers. Need to win the draw. They do not, however. Lacombe will take it to the corner. Right by where the Gophers will head off to their locker room as the horn sounds 
ending period number one, and it was not a good one for the Badgers, who find themselves heading to the locker room down three goals. Badger fans clearly built Cleary Building Corp designs, engineers, and manufactures our building to deliver the building of your dreams. Experience Cleary Building. Dot com And with Everlight Solar, you can simply take the money you already spend on your power bill and shift it over to pay for solar panels you own instead. To learn more about solar for your home, visit EverlightSolar.com. Gophers on top of the Badgers, 3-0. Our first intermission report coming your way next. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. Back inside the Kohl Center in the American Family Insurance Broadcast booth. Rob Vogel alongside Ian Perrin. 20 minutes are in the book in this series finale. And Ian, not the start at all the Badgers were looking for. Trailing 3 to nothing, Giving up even strength goal. A power play goal to the Gophers. And uh, they've had a couple of chances of their own. But uh, they have a hole to climb out of here the rain, remaining 40 minutes. Well, interestingly enough, the comparison to yesterday... All those statistics that were equal. Yeah. Uh, it was also nothing, nothing at the end of the first period. Right. Shots to our saves 12 10, 0 for 1 on the power play. Uh, Badgers are not quite done their power play yet. They have another minute, but Minnesota 1 for 1 on the power play. And as far as shots and faceoffs are concerned, there's just a disparity of one or two. But the important part is that the Badgers have turned over the puck at the offensive blue line at minnesota's offensive blue line and they have basically come back and rammed it right down the badgers throat to lead three nothing certainly something you don't use here from the cole center two minutes this is wisconsin hockey from learfield back inside the american family insurance broadcast booth three nothing minnesota on top of the badgers after 20 minutes of action Looking at some of the stats from that first period for Cameron Rowe, it was 11. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Save for the goal versus goaltenders. There was a pair of them. Jack LaFontaine made 11. Then he left with a right leg injury, it appeared. And then Justin Kloss came in, and he made three saves there. Four penalties for the period. One for two minutes for Minnesota. One for two minutes for Wisconsin. A costly one for the Badgers as the gopher power play strikes on their fourth shot of that man advantage. They get a power play goal. Goals in that period. Nice. Huglin and Nelson for uh, Minnesota. That's the difference in the uh, three-nothing game. But as you, you said last night, it was a perfectly even game on everything on the stat sheet. And in terms of the way the game was played, not quite so tonight. A little lopsided in that area. The goals for and goals against. Yeah, goals for and goals against. That's the biggest stat of all. When we return, we'll drop the puck and get you ready for period number two. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. We're about to get underway with period number two. Gophers have a 3-0 lead on the Badgers here in this series finale. Badgers fans, this hockey season, visit 
uwbadgers.com backslash Zamboni to register your child for a chance to be the Culver's kid of the game at a UW men's hockey game. One lucky winner will receive four game tickets, a Culver's gift pack, and a ride on the Culver's Zamboni during intermission. That's uwbadgers.com backslash Zamboni. Puck is dropped, and we are underway with period number two here at the Cole Center. Badgers hoping it's a better one than that opening 20 minutes. Puck wristed into the Gophers bench, and so we'll have a faceoff back in the Minnesota zone. And as a reminder, we are starting with one minute on the power play for the Badgers, down to 50 seconds now. So an offensive zone faceoff might be the best thing that happened to the Badgers if they can win it because they've had major difficulty getting into the zone so far tonight. And it's a Badgers power play that has certainly struggled this season but was one for three last night, just their second man advantage of the goal of the year. Now two for 29 on the season. Gophers control out the draw and wrist it out to center. So it'll have to be retrieved by Ashan inside his own blue line. Gives it off to Kulamans. Looking for some help. Watch closely there by Nelson. Doesn't let him get the, he'll get it in over the line. To O'Shawn. Backhand pass off the boards to Kulamans inside the blue line. Over to Caulfield as Wisconsin sets it up. Kulamans in front of the Big Ten logo will slide it, pass over, and then get it right back from O'Shawn. Now down to Caulfield. Top of the near circle. Cross ice to O'Shawn. A one-timer and steers it wide. He had a wide open net and he looked to the heavens after missing that one. Ashawn gets it back. He shoots and scores. If the first time you don't succeed, try again. <laughs> Roman makes it 3-1. to one. Softer. <laughs> I can't get rid of it that quickly. I... Roman Ashawn with a power play goal. Just uh, 51 seconds in. The Badgers only had one minute on the power play, and they used all but nine seconds of it. So second power play goal in as many nights for that unit. Kuhlman's getting the one last night, and Ashan getting it tonight. That'll put some little M in your step, a little momentum. Well, for Ashan, his first goal of the season, a big one for the Badgers to get them on the board. And no surprise again in the power play, Bantle camped out front as he was last night on the Kuhlman's man advantage tally. The Gophers oh. come right back and score, centering pass, and it's going to be a painful goal for Sammy Walker, who redirected it into the net, cutting hard to the far post. He crashed into the net, knocked it off its moorings, and he went all the way into the boards right in front of the student section. He's being helped to his feet by his teammates right now, but... He took a ride. It was a painful one. Yeah, and thank goodness for some smarts by the NCAA Hockey Committee. And those used to be solid pegs on the net. They were pipes drilled right into the ice. Now all of a sudden they have what they call the marsh peg, which is a rubberized, hard rubberized, and they will dislocate from the ice surface when they're hit by a person. And I, I will admit with you, I thought Sammy Walker was going to go right through the end boards. Yeah, that was hard. They're going to review this one, but it looked like I saw the puck in the back of the net before the net came up and off. But Walker was got a pass to McLaughlin, then he went hard to the net. He got around Daniel Lotch, and McLaughlin put it right on his tape and directed it in. The Badger crowd cheering a bit here as it looks like we might have a change. Rowe comes over and, in fact, slams his stick on the boards as Mo comes in to replace him, and now the coach is talking to him, both Tony Granato and Marco Siki, and Cameron Rowe not happy as the Badgers make a goaltending change. That was a big-time goal. That was a big-time goal for Sammy Walker. Hands and speed caught the Badgers a little bit shorthanded on the back side of that goal, and they turn around and just a feather to pass across. 
he had to pay the price for it, but he did, and the Badgers are still down three. Officials confirm that it was a good goal, and here's another man crashing into the net for Minnesota. And Mo talking to one of his uh, former teammates. I believe that is Perbix. A little slower that he went into the net than Sammy Walker, luckily for him. But they're going to bring the face off outside because they say the contact was initiated by the Minnesota player, and therefore the Minnesota player actually knocked the net off with his, I don't know if he did it with his leg or his skate or shoulder or whatever it was. Your initial gut feeling on the goaltending change, something about Cameron Rowe's play yep. or just trying to get a spark with the team? Or how to, who's playing better? Do we play better as a team in front of Jared Moore or do we play better in front of Cameron Rowe? Because I wonder about that one, whether the feeling was that a pass shouldn't come through that area, not the goaltender be able to poke that one before getting on the tape on the back door of Walker. That'd be the only question about that one. Minnesota gets it in the zone. Shot from Stoddicker from the blue line. Deflects. It'll go off the backboard. Big check from behind, but a turnover is created, and Brown gets it ahead for the Badgers out of the zone. Now scooped up by Kuhlemans. Brings it in over the line. Loses it. Gets it back. Tries to wrist it deep. He absorbs a big hit from Stoddicker. We're going to have a penalty on Minnesota. Centering pass comes out front. Fanned on by Stang. And uh-oh, we're going to have some tempers flare right now as they go after Stoddicker. As soon as the whistle blows, they weren't happy with that hit on Kuhlemans. So much for me saying earlier about the change in the tenor and the tone of this rivalry. Because right now... It is a throwback. And Kuhlemans is still down on the ice. Andy Rudy, the athletic trainer for hockey, making his way to the down and injured Corson Kuhlemans, who basically got draped up against the glass and just slid down. From our angle, we can't see how high the hit was, how intent the hit was, how intense the hit was, all the rest. Well, Sam Stang took issue with that as soon as the whistle blew. He went after Stoddicker. He was one of a couple of Badgers. Dominic Mersch, another one who joined into that fray. And we'll see whether there'll be an added penalty to Mersch. Kuhlemans is up. That's the good news. I'm not 100% sure he knows which way he wants to go, whether it's to the bench or the locker room. And indeed, he's now heading to his right to the locker room. They're reviewing the penalties. They've called penalties, I believe, on each team, but they are reviewing it. They had the initial call on the Gophers for the hit on Kuhlemans by Stoddicker, and then there was a cross-check after the whistle, or another shot after the whistle, that I think is going to draw the penalty on the Badgers. You hate to see it, being a former player and a former coach. You don't like to see the retaliation, but on the same token... Having been on the ice, you stand up for your teammates. Yeah, and another uh, thing that I've been watching. Oh, man. As we see it on the replay, he went at the head, and the player was about a foot and a half or two feet away from the boards, so there was a whiplash action that went with it. And if there was contact to the head, I would Ooh, to say he's yeah. going to get 5-0. and oh. Yeah, I got to look at that one now, too, as you mentioned. Yeah, there was definitely a whiplash effect. He was looking down at the puck, throwing it towards that. Oh, and he is definitely, that is contact directly to the head. And now I understand a bit better why Kuhlemans, when he got up, wasn't 100% sure which direction he was going to be going, though there was the bench of the locker room. And he did go to the locker room. 
Do you want your coffee with a spoon or... Uh... See, the officials reviewed it. Here we go. Five-minute major game misconduct to Stoddiker. The Badgers did get a two-minute minor for the cross-check. And there's some chirping going on right now in the penalty box. I believe that's Mersch who's got the cross-check, who's yelling over at Stoddiker. Very animated in the... Although it's nice to call it a conversation. Well, now they'll have to select the gentleman to come from the Minnesota bench and escort. The referee will have to escort Mr. Stoddiker off the bench, off the ice surface. Well, they're waiting to do that. The officials are still over at the bench trying to sort things out with the players. The uh, folks in the penalty box are waiting for that escort that you mentioned for Stoddiker. He's not going to get one, and now he's heading off by his lonesome, being serenaded by the Badger student section. Stoddicker just heads right to the locker room, so his evening is done. He'll join teammate Jack LaFontaine, who suffered an injury in that first period, as being done for the night. However, we need a player from the Minnesota bench to make his way over to serve the penalty for Mr. Stoddicker. And so the door's still open. They're waiting to get somebody over there, and finally the short straw has been drawn, apparently. And I believe that might be Bros heading to the box. It is indeed number 10. Tristan Bros. So four on four as we return to action. For two We're minutes. still early in the second period, and it seems like a lot's happened. 1757 of a 4-1 game. Two goals already and a couple of major penalties. Win the draw, do the Badgers. Lodge a shot, save. They get control of it, do the Badgers, comes back to Lodge. Gives it off to Caulfield. Plays it to Lodge right at the middle. Wrist shot that goes high off the glass, wide in the net. So it's contact to the head and the game misconduct, the five-minute major and the penalty call. So it's four on four. Eventually, the Badgers will get a power play out of all this for a couple of minutes. Here comes Myers through center ice for Minnesota. Bringing in the offensive end. Doesn't like what he sees. Peels up. Waits for some help. Slides it off to his teammate Johnson. Plays it to the boards. Nice had it. Then had it stripped off his stick. Controlled by Lotch. Looking to take it back behind the net. Harassed by Nyes, he gives it off to Care. Care behind his own net when I'll bring it up. Four on four for at least the next minute 12. Care brings it into the offensive zone, looking for some help. Down low along the board, plays it back to the blue line. S isn't there, can't get to it, and he'll have to finally track it down back in his own zone as both teams get a line change. I will say this is that offensively, the Cole and uh, Kuhlman's situation really hurt the Badgers offensively from the back end on defense. Daniel Latch and uh, Anthony Kerr are going to take a significant amount of ice time, going to be logging a ton of ice time in well, this four-on-four four and special team situations. Icing call on the Badgers as the pass went to Ashan. Ashan then stumbled and wasn't able to collect the pass. So the Badgers win a draw back in their own zone. They had cut the deficit to two, and then the Gophers came right back on Sammy Walker's goal, and a lot has happened. Goaltending changes, injuries, oh. major penalties, and now a turnover sends Sorensen in for Minnesota. Puts on the brakes, looks for some help, slides it back to the blue line to Kester. Kester will go cross-ice to Lacombe. He'll feather it down to the corner. Sorensen has it taken off his stick, but it comes back to him. He's out there with Huglin, who has one of the four Minnesota goals. Huglin will play down low to Sorensen. Johnny Sorensen will walk it along the far side, get it back to the blue line. It finds its way to Lacombe. Back to Sorensen. One-timer, and he fires that one just wide of the net. 
Jared Moe now between the pipes for the Badgers. Here in the second period, he replaced Cameron Rowe. D-Saint fall into the offensive zone for the Badgers. Everybody's off changing. He rings it around the boards. Tark Baker has just come onto the ice. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Gets to it. Badgers get their man back out of the box. And Dominic Mersch there on the power play. In need of conversions here. They can get as many as they like during this major penalty. Care inside the blue line. Slides it back to Tarek Baker. Back to Care. Walks it down low. Finds Johnson. Fakes the shot. Then lets it go. And that one is blocked by Lacombe. Care tracks it down, looking to find some help. Gets a pass off to Johnson just inside the line. Johnson looking to the middle, can't find anybody. Peels away from the gopher defender. Gets it over to Tarek Baker, cross ice. Brisk shot that whistles wide of the net. Care will collect it along the near boards. Moves to the middle, gets it off to Baker, bounces off his stick. The captain collects it for the Badgers. He'll take it down low on the far side. Back to the blue line to Care. He's got Johnson on the right side. Elects to go to the left. A wrist shot by Malmquist. That's blocked. Malmquist tracks it down in the corner. Behind the net to Stang. Over to Malmquist. Slide it back to the blue line to Care. Inside the line on the top of the circle to Johnson. Tried to hit Baker out front on the redirection. That didn't click. It sent all the way down the ice to Jared Moe at the other end. And the Gophers and Badgers both head off on a chain. 14.45 to go in the period. Still 1.50 to go in the major penalty to Stoddicker. Badgers trailing it by three at four to one. D. St. Fall fans on the pass attempt. He'll have to go back into his own zone, being watched closely by Walker, who's back out on the ice, which is good to see after he into the net that sent it all the way to the back boards and Walker himself, who crashed into the uh, boards. Here comes D. St. Fall through center ice. He'll drop past to Caulfield, gets it off to S. Back to Caulfield along the near boards, walks it to the circle. Pulls up, looks for help, bounces it off the boards to S. He'll go cross. Sean walks wrist shot. That hits the side. As Sean is there, tries to S to hold it. Then it deflects off his stick. The Gophers with a chance to clear, and they do just that. Whoa. In fact, that one will whistle up into the stands off the stick of Johnson. Stopping play here with 14.01 to go. Five left in the power play. 105 left in the power play. Roman Ashan, the goaltender, seen you take that shot. How about using the guy on the other side of the ice instead of trying to take that shot from a bad angle? Yeah, it's uh, it's a power play that's been changed. As you see, uh, Care is the new guy at the top for Kuhlmans, uh, who went off with the head injury. Are we assuming it's a head injury? So now we're in a situation where Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota. Timeout here by the Gophers. Badger fans, you can play big, win big. Ho-Chunk Gaming Hotel and Convention Center. Your grown-up ghetto Wisconsin Dells. We'll take a timeout as well. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. Back inside. Badgers trail the Gophers 4-1. to one. Playback underway. Minnesota contested all the way. So the Badgers will have to regroup with 50 seconds and counting in the major penalty to Stoddicker. Lots of action in this first or second period that hasn't even reached the midway point between goal Major penalties, fisticuffs, injuries, goalie changes. Care inside the blue line. Wrist shot. That's blocked out front. Care tries to keep it in the zone. Swats at it. Gets it down low. Along the near boards. Baker slipped up. Minnesota get control of it. To the line, but held by Malmquist. He'll play it cross-ice to Johnson. Back to Care right up the middle. 
Gets a pass over to Johnson, who has to knock it down in the air. Bear. Go for forwards. We're out. Bad care a moment ago. Now they work it down low to Stang, who oh. tried to slide a tight quarters pass to Baker for a quick one-timer. That didn't connect. Nice. Played by Moe, and a lead. Got a man out front. Tries to get it to him, and they're going to call it offside. On the long pass by Jared Moe, who's trying to catch the Gophers in that line change. Not only will it be an offside, it will be a two-line pass offside, so it will come back not just outside the Minnesota Gophers. It'll come back into the Badgers' defensive zone, and with only four seconds remaining on the power play, the Gophers have survived that bullet. Don't see many two-line passes anymore. Nope. That's for sure, and that was a long one there for the Badgers. Trying to catch them in that chain didn't work. Off the draw, Martin has it for Wisconsin behind his own net. Gives it to S. I've seen that a couple of times now as S fans on that pass trying to send a long breakout pass out of the zone. Interestingly enough, that two-line pass was initiated by the goaltender. Yeah, <laughs> even more rare than the two-line pass is the goalie two-line pass. Controlled by Lacombe in his own zone. Pulls up behind the net. Being watched by a couple of Badger four-checkers. It'll come back behind the net to Lacombe. Slides it off to his teammate Brinkman. They'll play it up the near side. Can't get it out. Brinkman still has it on his stick. He's harassed by Erdahl. Donovan out there as well on the forecheck along the near boards. The puck's still trying to be pried loose. It'll squirt down low. Erdahl delivers a shoulder check on Brinkman. Spins him around. So the Gophers send it the other direction, try to get it out. Hold by Donovan, but only momentarily. Comes back to center ice. Banta will wrist it hard into the zone, get it deep, and then he'll head over the boards on a change. 4-1 Minnesota on top as we've now gone eight minutes here in this second period. 12 to go and counting. Martin plays a long lead pass ahead, touched by Mersch to get it into the offensive zone. Around the boards it goes. Played behind the net by Kloss. Broken up by the Badgers. Merce diving attempt. Puck around squirting. Couple of bodies hit the deck. Badgers with some energy here on these last two shifts, but just not able to get the puck into the back of the net. And they're winning those loose puck battles, which is the nice part about it is that when there's a scramble, Badgers are getting one, not two shots, but not premier shots, just scramble shots. Pelton in with it just inside his own blue line. He'll bring it to center ice. Hands it off to Brown. Brown along the far boards, looking out front. Slides it over to Mertovic, but just not enough as he was going. Hucker did for Minnesota a little while ago. Trying to get that into the back of the net. Just couldn't do so, but a nice pass and a nice drive to the net by Mersh. And I think Mersh actually picked that one out of the air with the shaft of his dick, but the goaltender close had that big pad all the way across. Went from the right side to the left side. And you'll notice that he did not come outside the blue or outside the goal line. And great save by the goaltender by Mersh. Badge win the draw to the top of the circle, then puts a wrist shot right on net. Save is made. Puck pops into the glove of Kloss, who will hang on to it and take another face-off. Yeah, I think the pass, it missed Mersh's stick and went off his skate and went on the net. Any way you can get it right now, the Badgers looking to get a break and try to chip away at this deficit. Would be nice. Shots on goal, 18-16 for the Badgers. Face-offs won, 17-15 for the Badgers. It's just that other glaring number up right there that looks a little unsightly. 4-1 Minnesota. Caulfield wins the draw. Back to care. Rich shot through traffic. Save was made. Couldn't be controlled by Kloss, who had to locate it as it was on its edge, just rolling past the net. And he jumped down on top of it to get another stoppage. Interesting. Actually, with 10-15 to go in the period, 4-1 Minnesota on top. The lucky part about that is that it went off a Minnesota stick, so the faceoff will come outside the Badger blue line, outside their defensive zone. The breakneck pace continues. 
Off the draw, controlled by Minnesota. Brinkman hands it off to Lacombe. Lacombe being watched closely by Malmquist. Badgers being very aggressive, trying to get a turnover, create something, get a goal here and chip away at this three-goal deficit. Badgers ring it all the way around the boards. It'll go all the way down the ice. And so an icing call coming here. Hey, Badger fans, Menards is a proud sponsor of Badger Athletics and reminds everyone to save big money on all your home improvement needs at Menards. And Badger fans, today's game is brought to you by the official products of Wisconsin Athletics, Johnsonville Brats, Brew Pub, Lots of Matzo Pizza, and Pepsi. Faceoff will be to the left of Jared Moe, who Cameron Rowe here in this second period. And he now sits on the Badger bench down at the end, and his head has been down, staring almost down at the ice the entire time. It doesn't look like he's moved an inch since he got over there and was very upset when he slammed his stick on the boards. Peltonen for the Badgers will wrist it hard off the boards. It tips off Malmquist as it goes all the way down the ice. So no icing call here as the Badgers get a change. 9.35 and counting in the period. Bantle on the forecheck disrupts the action for a moment, but Lacombe has it now for Minnesota. He'll play it up the middle as the Gophers break it out cleanly. Nelson in over the line on his backhand, sends it through the slot, and it goes around the boards to the blue line. Lacombe can't hold it, comes right back in front of his bench. He takes a hit for his trouble. Now Sorensen brings it in for the Gophers. Johnny Sorensen gets around S, but then is pinned up against the boards in that far corner by Josh. Sorensen still has it on a stick looking for some help. It looks like a stick has broken there, that of the Badgers, Ryder Donovan, so he's without a twig right now. Huglin with a backhand pass towards the middle. It's broken up by the Badgers. They get it out of the zone. Banta will go after it, kicks it to his stick, has it on his blade, fires off a long wrist shot. Save is made by LaFontaine, who's back in there for Minnesota. Gophers try a clearing attempt, can't do so, held by Bounce, pinned up against the board. Finally controlled by the Gophers, they'll try to bring it back the other way. Right up the middle comes Faber. Faber with a pass to the near side. A backhand attempt steered on the net, say was made off the stick of Perbix. Controlled by the Gophers, kept in the zone. Back from the blue line, long wrist shot off a of Carl Fisher stick. That deflects off the back glass. That broken stick is still in the Badger zone there in that far circle area. The puck just gets past that. Now out to center ice. Good work on the forecheck by Brown. Tried to spin around. He had a man right out front. Tried to slide that to Dominic Mersh, and that almost worked. Back comes Walker the other way from Minnesota. Quickly end-to-end action. Walked into a short time ago. Back to the blue line it goes. Brinkman with a long wrist shot. That hits D-Saint Fall. A second attempt doesn't work, but still controlled by Minnesota in the offensive zone. Pitlick plays it off the boards. It'll find its way back to Brinkman inside the blue line. Wrist shot is blocked out front by Stang off his knee. Gophers poke it down low. Pitlick has it on his stick. He's sent down to the ice. Crashes into a couple of Badgers like a bowling ball into a couple of bowling pins. Finally, Pride loose by Kerr. He'll lift it out to center ice. It rolls on edge back into the Gopher zone. Badgers try to get a change. Long lead pass to Walker at center ice. Gets it back to Johnson, who comes through the neutral zone. Gets it off to McLaughlin. McLaughlin tries to get around his man, but a nice job there by Brock Caulfield to break it up and steer the puck out to center ice. The Gophers regroup. 7-15, now 7-12 and counting in the second period. 4-1, Minnesota on top of the Badgers. Gophers with the puck at center ice. McLaughlin takes a hit from Peltonen, dislodging him from the puck. S, below his own red line, will play it hard around the boards, tries to get it past Walker, does so. It gets steered out to center ice, ahead of steam for Gorniak. He's got a man out front. That's Malmquist. Gorniak has to take it low as the Gopher defender went down, just enough to take away the angle for any pass. 
Malmquist trying to get to it. Instead, it's controlled by the Gophers. Backhand to the line. Pelton and holds it. Stumbles. Couldn't get much on it as he played it in. Then fell backwards and now has to go for a change. That allows the Gophers to get control. Right in on Moe. Controlled now by S. S looking to go to end-to-end. Fast-paced action here the last couple of minutes for both teams. Gophers get it. McLaughlin at center ice. Loves it in over the blue line. Slides a pass cross ice. That just failed to connect as he tried to get it to Myers. Myers, the captain, spins to the middle. Got some steam, brings it all the way around and fires a wrist shot right on that Mo makes the save in his breadbasket and leaves no rebound. Timeout here. 6-10 to go in the second. 4-1 Minnesota. We'll be back in one minute. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. Hey, Badger fans, UW Health Sports Medicine, the healthcare team for the Badgers and proud sponsors of UW Athletics. Learn more at uwsportsmedicine.org. And Ho-Chunk Nation is a proud sponsor of the Badgers. Get your big win at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, where winners are cashing out with their 95% average payout and over 140 daily jackpots. Face-off in the Badger zone. They trail it 4-1 to one with just over six minutes to go in the third. Glove down out of the air by Nevers. He'll keep it in for the Gophers. Lotch is the first one there for Wisconsin. Rams it hard around the boards to the blue line and out. A delayed offside call here as it's wristed back in by Faber with his teammates still caught behind the action. So an offside call here on Minnesota. You know, I've been really impressed with Ben Myers. As you, as you look at him, he was caught down deep. He went head toe-to-toe with Latch on the previous play and just he's built like a brick you-know-what and he's got some hands and some feet to go with it. Wall. Brick wall yes, is what I was going to go with there. Yes. yes, thank you. I couldn't think of that four-letter <laughs> four word. Yes, that I was wall. Use. Wall is the word for those of you scoring at home. Gophers get it into the Badger zone. They have a three-goal advantage. Care will get it behind his own net. Play it around to the near side where Erdahl just pokes it out to center ice. Johnson retrieves in his own zone for Minnesota with a three-goal advantage. Ryan Johnson, the Buffalo Sabres draft pick, spins away from trouble and plays a pass ahead to Pitlick, who risks it to the far side. Rhett Pitlick, a lot of family members have played college hockey both at Minnesota (laughs) and at St. Cloud State in the Pitlick family, including his father. Long wrist shot by Johnson deflects. Goes wide of the net. Now it's behind the cage. A centering pass comes out on a wrist shot from a sharp angle that is going wide of the net off the stick of Perbix. Here comes Erdahl in a two-on-two rush. Erdahl around one man on his back end. To his forehand. Oh, what a great centering pass that's chipped over the top of the cage by Brown. Woofta. Erdahl spun his man around, and I don't even know if Brown thought that pass was coming to him. He did get his stick on it, but it went just over LaFontaine and the top post. That was the part that impressed me is that he saw it last second and the next thing you know he's got a shot on net or close to it brown just in over the line will wrist it around the boards as the badgers go to work on the forecheck s pinching in to keep it in it's played back to the far side where stang will be the first one to it plays it back to the blue line pelton long wrist shot through traffic to flex brown finds an escape centering pass that got past stang who took a swat at it along the near boards the puck goes bros gets it out to center ice and into the badger end Wisconsin trailing 4-1, 4-10 and counting now in the second period. Lead pass from Mersh, dies, pokes it ahead to Stang, gets the drop pass to Mersh. His wrist shot well wide of the net. Will go off the boards and back out to center ice. Here's Sorensen with a head of steam trying to split the defenders. He does so but can't control the puck. Martin plays it off the boards to Gorniak. Gorniak looking to counter for the Badgers quickly. Pace is picked up. We've lost some of that uh, pushing and shoving and uh, cheap shots, if you will, or penalties that have occurred. And now we're back into free-flowing action. 
end to end. Minnesota brings it in over the line. Huglin gets around one check from Baker. Loses control of the puck. Minnesota steers it back to Lacombe just inside the blue line. Looks, can't find an opening. Plays it to Brinkman who has to just play it to the corner to gain the zone. To the near side, the puck comes. Kier trying to get it out. Plays it to the line. It hops over Lacombe's stick, giving the Badgers a break, but only momentarily because icing will be the call here on Wisconsin. And as the clock winds down to 322 here in the second period, your assessment is right. I don't think either team is in the position where they want to take a penalty and either uh, let the game get back out of control or have the Badgers clawing at their door. So it's a lot more free flow, a lot less... uh, pushing and shoving in front of the net whether that's good or bad as long as the Badgers can keep Minnesota to the outside I think we'll be okay yeah and trying to dodge some injury issues if it it heightened up much more I mean Walker's still out there for Minnesota he looked like he could have suffered a serious injury LaFontaine left the game the goalie for Minnesota he's back out there after he had to be taken to the locker room and the Badgers have already lost Kulemans who hasn't returned Baker with it now for Wisconsin long wrist shot from the blue line that deflects and comes to the near wards Gopher's able to get it out as McLaughlin just chips it to center ice. Fish tripped up on his own feet as he got in over the blue line. But Minnesota maintains control of the puck. Brodzinski's wrist shot is deflected and goes up off the netting in front of the student section. And so there'll be an offensive zone faceoff here with 2.49 to go in the period. I think I'm going to have to get some Gorilla Glue and take it down to Josh Ass. I, if unofficially, I think that's the third or fourth time that he's lost his stick <laughs> coming back into the zone. He's had that. He's had a couple of couple of Badger defensemen, including S, have fanned on some breakout passes. Seen the puck bounce around a little bit tonight. A little later night here. Reminder to turn back your clocks tonight on this one as we play late night hockey here at the Cole Center. In this series finale, the Badgers shooting for a series sweep, but have a big rally ahead of them right now if they're going to do that. Caulfield in his own zone. Tries to play a pass to center ice. Picked off by Myers, and now he comes in with some help. Slides it over to the right side, but the shot is sent well wide by Nevers along the near boards. Nevers kicks at it, can't get to it. It'll go back behind the net. Nyes is there. Tries to get S from behind. Taken over by the Badgers. Wristed by Caulfield out to center ice, and the Gophers will have to regroup in their own zone. Badgers get a full change here. Long lead pass for Myers. He reached for it. It hit his stick, but he couldn't gain control of it. Peltonen takes over. Takes it behind his net. He'll calmly take it to the far side. Lob it high into the air, all the way down the ice. Into the offensive zone. Kester, though, gets it out for Minnesota or gets control of it. Plays it up ahead. And the Gophers counter on the attack. They have a three-goal advantage at 4-1. to one. Shots on goal 21-20 in favor of Minnesota. Faceoffs are dead even at 20 apiece. But not where it matters most in the score tally. Lotch will dump it in for the Badgers. Lobs it high into the near corner. Played by Bros along the back wall. Minnesota with a chance to break it out, and they do just that. Cross-ice pass by Johnson. Springs Pitlick into the zone. Looking for some help. Gets it to Bros. Tries to snap off a shot. That's blocked by Johnson, who has it on his stick now. Gets it out to center ice. Nice backhand pass. Finds Ryder Donovan. In over the blue line. Long wrist shot. LaFontaine makes the blocker save. Rebound collected by the Gophers Lacombe. He springs Sorensen ahead the other way. Right on. Moe makes the save. And the puck goes back behind the net where Sorensen has it now. Looking for Can't get it. Finally, Peltonen plays it to Gorniak. Way for both teams. And neither team able to turn on the final minute of the second period. On top, a turnover's a chance. But Peltonen will play it with his backhand. He flutters it high, not to center ice, where Lacombe picks it up. He'll calmly just play it soft offensive zone and head over the boards on a change. 
S gives it off to Pelton, and here's the Badgers' chance to break it out with 35 and counting in the second period. Badgers get it in over the line as Gorniak tipped it in, then he's got to get over the boards on a change. Wisconsin gets control of its center ice. D. St. Fall had to avoid a hit from McGloss. He was collecting the pass, and that disrupts the action. Kerr has it now back in his own zone for Wisconsin. To D. St. Fall. He'll get the feet moving and crank up some speed through center ice. Matthew D. St. Fall drops off a pass for Brockfield. Long wrist shot right on, and LaFontaine from pad to glove makes the save on that one, which is 9.8 to go, taking a faceoff in his zone. And if we look up at the scoreboard, this very large Cole Seno scoreboard, Everything's almost tied up. Yeah. Faceoffs one, 2020. Shots on goal, 23-21. 9.8 seconds remaining. Unfortunately, there's a big four underneath the Minnesota logo and a small one underneath the Badger logo. Taking the draw, Brock Caulfield trying to win it and see if they can get a scoring chance late here, but the Gophers get control of it. Brodzinski plays it out to center ice as the final seconds tick away here. McLaughlin tried a centering pass as the horn sounds, and that ends period number two. It was all Minnesota in period number one. Each team got a chance to get on the board here in the second, and as they skate to the locker room, it's a three-goal advantage for the Minnesota Gophers, who lead it 4-1. to one. Our second intermission report coming your way next here from the Cole Center. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. We get ready for the third period of play, and the Badgers will need to do some work here, trailing the Gophers 4-1. to one. You got a three-goal play, Ian, there in your uh, coach's notebook? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brock Caulfield run over LaFontaine again. Okay. And then they'll play with the shooter tutor instead of uh, putting the assistant in. Now, it, it's, you know, the highlights of the second period, only one goal for each team. However... It's the injuries and the amount of penalties that take precedent in the second period. Playing five on five, I think the Badgers have been pretty darn good. Back underway here with period number three. Badgers trailing it four to one. Carson Kuhlemans went to the Badgers dressing room after being hit hard into the boards like a whiplash with his head going into the boards. Looked to be a little bit uh, groggy as he did and has not returned for Wisconsin. So you ask yourself, is it a per- concussion protocol coming into right. play? Chance here for Minnesota on the break as the captain, Ben Myers, walked through a couple of defenders, put the shot right on, and Moe made the save. Moe, who replaced Cameron Rowe in that second period of play for Wisconsin when they got that fourth tally. Walker crashed hard into the boards for the Gophers. He did return. LaFontaine got hurt. He did return for Minnesota as well. Here comes S in the offensive zone. Snaps off a wrist shot. That goes wide of LaFontaine. Rings around the boards. And McLaughlin will get it out to center ice. He's got Brodzinski with him. Tries to get around his defender and Oshan. Oshan pokes it away. Nice defensive work there by Roman. He'll bring it into the offensive zone. Looking for some help. Peels to the middle. On his forehand. Fires the wrist shot. Rebound is loose. D. St. Fall can't track it down. But S now keeps it in the zone. S looks. Spins. Throws it towards the net. Bounces around. Oshan can't locate in his skates. D. St. Fall working his way for it. He's knocked down to the ice. And that allows Brodzinski to bring it out to center ice. Plays it ahead to Walker with a head of steam. On his forehand, Walker with a shot pad save made by Moe. Rebound is gathered by the Badgers and cleared out of harm's way. Boy, he's got a set of mitts, doesn't he? He does indeed. D. St. Fall plays a pass ahead. The shot by Caulfield will go around the boards and come out now to center ice. Sorensen trying to race after it. D. St. Fall shoulders him off the puck. Finally, the Badgers' care will collect it as both teams are just saying something after the activity we had in that second period. It's 4-1. 
Minnesota on top. Badgers get in the offensive zone. Staying along the near boards. Brings it back to the blue line. Has it knocked off his stick, but he'll be the first one to it. He'll ring it around the boards. Dominic Mersh is there behind the net. Tries a centering pass. That doesn't work. Comes back towards Mersh, but Brown collects it for Wisconsin. Slides it back to the blue line to Martin. Goes cross ice to Care. Back to Martin right up the middle. Martin looking for an opening. Can't find one. That is Brinkman. Check from behind. Puck dug forward, but the Gophers maintain control. Play it off the glass and out to center ice. Care will get it in his own zone for Wisconsin. Take it behind the net after being watched closely by Huglin. Peels away from him, gets a pass off to Martin, and here come the Badgers out of their own zone. Lead pass is touched by the Badgers' Johnson into the offensive zone. They go to work on the forecheck. Peltonen holds it at the blue line. Donovan pinned up against the board. Bantle is there, but the puck goes past him and allows Minnesota a chance to clear the zone. Ryan Johnson does just that, getting it out to center ice. Johnson stops his momentum, however, but carried on. And a centering pass comes out to Bruls with a shot right on. And the save was made by Moe. Badgers collect it. Ryder Donovan at center ice. Long lead pass ahead. Springs his man Bantle. Couldn't get the wrist shot off. Tried to collect the rebound. Goes all the way to the near boards. Collected by the Badgers. McLaughlin plays it off the boards and out to center ice. Here comes Perbix through the neutral zone into the offensive zone. Gets around a check. But Peltonen is there, as is Donovan. Centering pass comes back to the top of the circle as the Gophers clear. Quick shot comes right on Moe, squeezes it, leaving no rebound. He'll take a faceoff to his right. 16-25 in the third, 4-1 Minnesota. Despite the fact that we're in the third period of the second game in two nights, uh, no lack of intensity, no fatigue seeming to show, I would venture to say that if there's going to be any position on both teams that's going to suffer from the game eviction or game disqualification excuse me and then the injury it'll be the defenseman Lacombe with a centering pass through the slot found his man in Nevers but he couldn't get the shot off Nyes will keep it in the zone along the far board poke loose but momentarily Meyer slides it back to the point held by the Gophers wrist shot will go off the backboards S has it plays it ahead to Gorniak Gorniak gives it off to Baker. Tarek Baker, the Badgers captain through center ice and into the offensive zone. A backhander that comes right on LaFontaine. Back to S. His shot from the top of the circle is blocked, never reaches the net. S gloves down the clearing attempt, and finally the puck will squirt, however, to center ice. Pelton in trying to avoid the check of Myers, can't do so. Gets the puck, however, to S as the Badgers maintain control. Pass ahead to Gorniak, trying to get some steam going, gets the feet moving into the offensive zone, loses the puck. Malmquist follows up to poke it down low. Check delivered by the Badgers, causing a turnover and a chance there as Malmquist came out front. He's knocked down to the ice. The center ice come the Gophers. They'll just play it in his nice, softly plays it deep and heads off on a change. No scoring here in the third period, so it's still a 4-1 Minnesota advantage. Deshaun takes the pass at center ice, but DeSaint Fall collects the loose puck. DeSaint Fall, long wrist shot right on LaFontaine. He'll make the easy save and take the stoppage. Well, again, a lot of perimeter play. The difference between the Badgers and the Gophers right now is that when there are scramble pucks in front, the Badgers are not... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting to those second shots, uh, rebound shots, delay shots, whatever you'd like to call it. it is, no matter where the puck ends up. Jack LaFontaine, who returned to the game, hasn't seemed to be limping or limited too much mobility-wise of whatever it was that did shake him up when his uh, right leg was injured and he went to the locker room earlier in this contest. And, of course... We talked about Walker. Sammy Walker went mm-hmm. hard into the net. He doesn't seem to be any worse for the wear, nope. to say the least. Nope. The Badgers the only one seeming to suffer yeah, a lasting injury out of that one to Kuhlemans, who uh, was knocked groggy. Gophers will clear it out of the zone, but it'll be too far. It'll be an icing call here on the Gophers. And so an offensive zone faceoff for the Badgers, who could use a quick one off the draw here to see if they can chip away at this three-goal deficit. Oh, yeah. If you get into a situation where the Badgers get one and make it 4-2 with less than 10 minutes remaining in the game. It'll make this for a barn burner as far as the finish is going to be concerned. Badgers get the draw to the near boards. Lotch comes down to keep it in. Plays it down low to Stang. On his backhand, he'll take it to the far side. Play it off the boards to Kara quickly. One times it for the point. The rebound got through LaFontaine through the blue paint and came to the near boards. Quick work by the Badgers to get the shot on net, but nobody was in a position to be able to get that rebound. They send it back in, and an icing call here on the Badgers. Yeah, that was, uh, what do they call that? Jump ball in basketball. It was just kind of out there in the middle of nowhere. None of the Badgers were able to uh, do much of anything. I think uh, Caden Brown was trapped behind the net. Dominic Mersch was down on one knee, and I'm not sure if it was Mac Johnson or Sam Stang who or the third man back. Shot from the point is tipped. Goes wide of Mo. Badgers trying to clear it from behind the net. Can't do so. Huglin wins the battle. He'll slide it back to the blue line to Johnson. Comes to the near side for Fish who can't control it. Badgers play it to the line. But Carl Fish will hold it for Minnesota. Plays it down into the corner for Nelson. Nelson goes behind the net. Looking up front. Elects to go to the blue line. Long wrist shot is deflected off the stick of Stang. And goes up and out of play. Good defensive work there by Stang. On the defenseman, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I think that the Badger forwards in and of themselves have done a pretty good job of cutting off passing lanes. The defensemen from Minnesota haven't had many opportunities to take clear shots at the net. The Badgers are cutting off passing lanes, not going to the body, but going to the line of the puck. And for that most part, good block shots. Face off to the right of Mo, won by the Badgers, played off the glass and out to center ice. Badgers trying to dump, or Gophers trying to dump it. They'll come on to the stick of Pitlick, and Rhett spins around and throws it into the offensive zone. Mo stops it behind his net, plays it over to Martin, who slams it off the board to himself in a nifty little move to get away from the Gopher forechecker. Up ahead to Erdahl, who'll dump it in, stopped behind the net by LaFontaine. Around the boards it goes, Martin holds it at the line, plays it towards the front up over Erdahl's skate. Erdahl has it now along the near boards. Plays it down low towards Johnson, who can't control. This will allow Minnesota a chance to get it out. They do so, but it bounces to Lodge. He draws a cross-ice pass. That's knocked down by Perbix out of the air. And there'll be a stoppage and offside call here on Minnesota. Reminds you to always drive sober in Wisconsin today. Faceoff will be to the right of Jack LaFontaine, the captain for the Minnesota Gophers. And top returning netminder in all of college hockey from last year. He'll come to the blue line. Badgers can't hold it. Gorniak will play it back to Martin ahead to Malmquist. In over the blue line. Long wrist shot right on LaFontaine who gloves it down. And the Gophers content to just keep taking time off the clock. Keep making saves. And 
They're going to yourself that the third man is going to be back for Minnesota. They're not going to take a lot of offensive chances and going to be a lot of one on one hockey down low. May the best team win. Badgers win the draw, comes back to S inside the blue line to Molmquist, sends a shot right on net, had a man out front. That was Baker, and I don't know if it was tipped, but it then went wide of the net. Yeah, it was Baker who got the tip, too. Baker then comes after his man and runs Faber right into the board. Badgers Martin with it just inside his own blue line. Baker's a little slow to get up, and he's hobbling to try to get back out of the zone. His helmet is loose, his legs weren't working real well, and he's kind of limping a bit as he goes back to the Badger bench and climbs over the boards. Malmquist has it now for Wisconsin, his own zone. They try to break it out, trailing by three at 4-1 to one with 12.30 to go in the third. Tipped by Gorniak into the zone. He'll head off on a change. This allows Brinkman to play it ahead to Nevers. Nevers gets it out to center ice. Myers takes over control of it from Minnesota. He'll wrist it in as the Gophers now head for a change. Stopped by Moe behind his own net. And the Badgers in their Cardinal and white jerseys, the Cardinal visiting jerseys here this weekend. They had a red out last night. And a great showing by the student section. Big crowd here tonight as well. In the offensive zone, it's played back to Lotch at the blue line. His shot towards the point is, from the point is deflected around, never reaches the net. D. St. Fall has it now, trying to spin away from trouble. To Lotch with a one-timer, his slap shot will wide to the net. Ashawn centers it from behind the net. LaFontaine knocks it down, and he'll take another face-off to his right. Yeah, and again, you'll notice where all the shots are coming from for the Badgers. Point shot. Off behind the net, off to the right-hand side. Minnesota Gophers doing an excellent job of pushing the Badgers to the outside. Even when a shot does come to the inside, Gopher defenseman and offside forward doing a great job. Minnesota in first place in the Big Ten after last night getting a point with their overtime loss. Badgers control it here in fourth place in the Big Ten right now. S had it behind the net, had it stripped off his stick. Taken over by the Gophers. They play it around the boards, but Sorensen can't track it down. S holds it at the line. His shot never reaches the net. Minnesota with a chance to clear. Huglin will spin back away from trouble, get it back behind his net. Here comes Kester to the near side, plays it ahead up to Huglin. He'll wrist it high and into the Badger end. Peltonen will be the first one there for Wisconsin. Number 14 wrists it hard off the boards and out to center ice. It'll come back to Kester in his own zone. Long cross ice backhand pass, finds Sorensen's stick. He'll go cross ice in front of the Badger bench to Huglin, who dumps it in, tries to avoid Stang's check, and then heads off on a change. Long breakout pass for the Badgers towards Brown. Did he touch it? Pierce, he did not. And so that'll be an icing call on the Badgers. Nine minutes gone by in the third period. I think Caden Brown was a little more worried about having his head taken off than he was about <laughs> touching that puck because the Minnesota defenseman was breathing right down the back of his neck. Well, there's been a couple of those, that's, uh, that's for sure. This is a matchup this weekend between the two defending Big Ten champions. The Badgers got the number one seed last year by percentage points because they were to play an extra game that the Gophers did not uh, due to some COVID cancellation. So the Badgers were the number one seed in Big Ten regular season champs. Minnesota beat the Badgers 6-4 to four in the Big Ten tournament championship game in South Bend by the score of 6-4. to four. Badgers get into the offensive zone. Donovan trying to get through about three or four different gophers. Did, but the puck went right on LaFontaine, who again covers it up and will just take another faceoff. Yeah, 10.40 left. And again, the gophers in no hurry to take anything that uh, you would say would be an unfortunate chance. Faceoff right below us here in the American Family Insurance broadcast booth. Johnson will take it for Wisconsin. He's out there along with... 
Bantle and Erdahl. Lotch and Kerr along the blue line for Wisconsin. Sammy Walker, the three-year captain for Minnesota, takes the draw for the Gophers. It'll come to McLaughlin on the far side. He gets it out to center ice. Knocked down to the ice is Brodzinski. That allows the Badgers Erdahl to take over. Into the offensive zone. Long wrist shot goes well wide around the boards and back out to center ice. Kerr for Wisconsin to Lotch. Lotch looking ahead, finds his teammate in Bantle, but it deflects off his stick. That allows the Gophers to clear. Walker slides a little backhander softly into the Badgers zone and then heads off for a change. Lotch lobs it to center ice. Bantle trying to find it. It's in his skates. Got a man out front in Erdahl. Instead has to slap it around the boards. This allows the Gophers to take over. Brodzinski wrists it out to center ice. Malmquist, cross-ice pass to Erdahl. Erdahl snaps off the wrist shot high and off the glass. Martin holds it for the Badgers. Down low, played to Malmquist. He takes a check because he gets a pass off to teammates. Centering pass then is deflected, bounce high into the air off the stick of Gorniak. S will have to get it back in his own zone, being harassed by Bros. However, S able to get the pass over to Martin. Martin now controls for Wisconsin, walks it right up the middle out of his own zone. Two center ice. Through the neutral zone, he'll wrist it right from the center ice line. And head off on a change. Badgers trailing at 4-1, to 9.20 to go in the third. Here Look comes out. Pitlick for Minnesota with a head of steam, and he's got some help. A wrist shot that whistles well wide of the net off the stick of Bros. It comes out to the blue line. Malmquist trying to get it out. Finally, the Badgers' Martin tried. That failed. Peltonen now has it as he takes it deeper in his own zone, gets it up to Malmquist. Nice pass, finds the stick of Gorniak. Gorniak in over the blue line. He'll chip it deep as his Badgers' teammates finish up their line change. Rings around the boards, deflected oh. up front. Caulfield was there, got it right on the net. And a scoring opportunity that came almost out of nowhere for the Badgers is denied. Beautiful shot, beautiful tip. Pitlick will backhand it into the zone for Minnesota, head off on a change. 8.40 and counting in the third, still a three-goal advantage for Minnesota. Long lead pass by Pelton into Ashan. He tips it into the offensive zone, but taken over by Faber, and the Gophers work it around the far side to get it to check, loses control of the puck. But still taken over by Johnson, his teammate. Long lead pass and a wrist shot that goes high over the top of the net off the stick of Ben Myers. Badgers get it out over the line. Ashan has it on a stick, doesn't have numbers, loses it, tries to follow up, jabbing and reaching for it. But Minnesota takes over control. Nevers with a lead pass ahead denies. He's checked up against the wall and loses control of the puck. Myers follows up, gets around his, but I believe we're going to have a stoppage here and an offside or hand pass call. Delayed Either outside. one. Offside call here. We'll take a break with 8.04 to go in the third. 4-1 our score of Minnesota leading the Badgers. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. Back in the American Family Insurance broadcast booth inside the Cole Center. Rob Vogel alongside Ian Perrin. More bad news for the Badgers who already trail it by three goals. During that stoppage, Captain Tarek Baker taken off the ice into the locker room. Had to be helped by a couple of teammates as he went into the uh, corner off the ice and heading towards the dressing room. So it looks like Tarek Baker's evening is done. Try to see if we can get an update on the postgame show with head coach Tony Granato on some of the injury issues that are starting to pile up here for the Badgers tonight. Play continues at center ice. Johnny Sorensen takes a big hit from Dominic Mersh, and that was like hitting a brick, you know what, as you said earlier, Ian. And Sorensen is still down. His momentum was stopped in a hurry. That was like hitting a bus. And Sorensen is still down. His play is stopped here. Now, a couple hit. of Gophers are going back after Mersh. I don't know. It looked pretty clean to me and a solid check. He didn't go over his head. He hit him right in the chest, it looked like. Uh, I thought it was shoulder to shoulder, but okay. it might be mistaken on that one. It could be 
Wind knocked out, not 100% sure what it be any penalty called on this, but this was uh, as good and as solid a hit as you're going to see from a Badger hockey player in tonight's game. Sorensen being helped up finally, and Johnny will head over to the Minnesota bench. Pass had come to him. He was trying to get his feet moving and get some momentum going through the neutral zone right at the motion W. But when he turned, there was Dominic Mersch, and he wasn't handing out tickets to the carnival rides. No Halloween? No, no. Halloween candy? Boy, that, that sure looks solid again. He buried his, his shoulder right in the middle of the chest of Johnny Sorensen, number 11, who was rocked down. And he went backwards off that one, lifting him off the ice. Good hit. No helmet to helmet. No head contact. Good, solid hockey check. No surprise that Dominic Mersch was on the other end of that one. We've certainly seen him throw a number of big hits over the years. You got that right. Gophers win the draw, get it out to center ice. McLaughlin will get it to Brozinski. Looks towards the middle, sends one that direction towards a hard-charging Ryan Johnson, the defenseman, but it deflects off his stick and out of play. Defenseman on play. Uh, I think the linesman is totally confused. That did not go off a Badger stick. That went off a Brodzinski stick, and the faceoff should be outside the zone. Well, they are having the faceoff. They did not apparently... Uh, Confer have your eyesight or confer with you on that one. And they're saying it's up and out of play off the Badgers. And so the face off to the right of Jared Moe, controlled by Peltonen, has it stripped from behind momentarily. Ryder Donovan takes over control of the puck, brings it back behind his own net to the near side to care. He'll play it off the boards ahead to the Badgers' Bantle, who was knocked down from behind, but he gets it deep into the offensive zone. Johnny Walker trying to break out instead. Or Sammy Walker, excuse me. Could use some Johnny Walker. Maybe it was Sammy Walker who had it taken from him right at the blue line. Faber will send a cross-ice pass that springs McLaughlin in the zone. Looking to center. Can't do so as Gorniak delivers a check. Puck finds its way back towards McLaughlin. Comes out to the front of the net. Walker can't get his stick on it. Chops at Anthony Kerr from behind. But Kerr able to play the puck ahead to Gorniak. And here come the Badgers out to center ice. Three on three rush. Gets it to Erdahl. Cuts to the middle. Rich shot right on. Slotted at the rebound by Gorniak. He's knocked down from behind as a blow was delivered by Brinkman. Gophers get it out to center ice. S collects it there. It's scoring opportunity for the Badgers a moment ago with Erdahl and Gorniak combining on that one. Good flurry. Good flurry and good positional play. Malmquist at the blue line loses it. S slides it down low towards Gorniak. That didn't connect. Brinkman will get control of it for Minnesota. Tries to play it out. Does so off of S escape just over the line. Badgers have to tough jump and get on side. A couple of shots delivered behind the play by Burroughs and S then as everybody's getting back on side and we're going to have a stoppage here. We're going to have a stoppage for a delayed offside I think. Well, the puck was at center ice, it seemed like, when the call finally came. Yeah, I think a Minnesota player on the far side. But as we review the scramble that was out in front, holy, Jack Garniak should have used the fungo on that bouncing puck. But the Badgers tight in on top of the net. It's exactly what you like to see with garbage goals. Kerr slides it up the middle of the Caulfield off his stick. Badgers take over control. Nevers will play it into the offensive zone. Mason Nevers, who's... Father played at the University of Minnesota all of one game as a college hockey player, but then spent a lengthy period playing as a professional baseball player in the minors, a high first-round draft choice. Never made it to the uh, the majors. We're just talking about Matthew Ford. So he had a similar type story, but a long career after one collegiate game. Couldn't pass up the opportunity to play professional baseball. Rogers zone deep will be played behind the net by Moe. He'll wrist it along the far boards off his teammate's skate. 
That allowed Huglin a chance, but then he lost control of the puck. Os play, or S plays it around the boards towards Mersh. Can't control it. It'll come back to Faber in his own zone for Minnesota. 4-1, Gophers on top. 35-27 shots on goal advantage for the Badgers, however. But it's Minnesota with that three-goal edge. Gophers get it in over the line and deep. Martin will have to play it down below the red line. Slams it off the boards around to the far side for Ryder Donovan. He'll snap a cross-ice pass into the skates of Brown. He takes a hit check from Lacombe, and he is slow to get up as Brown finally does so. Looking and thinking about heading for the bench. We're going to have, I believe, an offside call here yep. on the Badgers. And Gaden Brown tired. Yeah. Probably a little hurt pride when he went down. It hurts a lot more when you're down 4-1 to one with four minutes left in the third period. We have seen some hard hits tonight, both of the clean and not clean variety tonight that have rocked a number of different players. And that one was on Caden Brown there, the most recent. Ryder Donovan to take the draw for the Badgers right below us. He's out there with Bantle and Erdahl. Lotch and Care are the blue liners. Badgers win the draw. Erdahl gets it in the zone, but not deep. Lacombe will take over control. Snap off a cross-ice pass in his own zone. Kester plays it ahead. It'll go all the way down the ice. Walker racing after it, trying to get it away from Lotch. Maintains control of the ice. Erdahl will wrist it hard around the far side. Bantle trying to get to work on the forecheck. Kept in by Donovan, who follows up. Slams it off the side of the net from down. Gets it out again. Ryder Donovan does and snaps a wrist shot over the top of the net. Peltonen will hold it just inside the blue line on the near side. Badgers down three. Care around one man. Gets a shot off. Bantle was right there on the doorstep again, providing the screen. And now he's going to take a whole bunch of shots to the face for his trouble as he just stood there. Never trapped out LaFontaine. Nope. A couple of gophers trying to move him as Bantle was doing what he does, providing that net front presence. Take away the goaltender's eyes. That's your job, young man. Number 21. Got a lot of uh, beef to take away the goaltender's eyes in front. Six foot five, 207 out of Onalaska. Fifth round draft choice of the Arizona Coyotes, Carson Bantle. Offensive zone faceoff for the Badgers, who could use something right here quickly off the draw. They get that draw, but Malmquist's shot goes wide of the net. See if they can just make it interesting here in these last three minutes. Centering pass attempt at Johnson, poking at it, pushing at it. He's tackled and sat on now by Faber, who falls on top of him as LaFontaine was trying to not give any ground. I just hate that when that happens. I feel so sorry for the guy underneath because you never know which way his legs are going to be bent backwards when Faber fell back on top of him. You just have no idea where, what direction your knees or your ankles or anything are going to go with a 200-pound man falling on top of you. Offensive zone faceoff for the Badgers. Johnson will take it. Loses the draw, controlled by Minnesota's Nevers. He'll play it off to Nyes, who dumps it in and goes racing after it with Martin. He shoulders Martin. Nyes will slide it between his legs to Myers. Myers in the far corner, pinned up against the wall by Johnson. Malmquist tries to get it out, can't do so. Puck bouncing around. S trying to poke at it, can't get it. Myers, the captain for Minnesota, controls below the red line. Slides it back out to the point to Johnson. Back to Myers at the circle. Centering pass to Nevers, who couldn't get the shot off. And finally, the Badgers gain control of it. Johnson. Long cross-ice pass, finds the tape of Gorniak. Gorniak with a head of steam, rifles a wrist shot that rises over LaFontaine's head, around the boards and all the way down the ice, back into the Badger end. Both teams in the middle of a change. 
I think LaFontaine was glad that that missed. It would have <laughs> yeah. taken his melon right off. He just wanted to get his head out of the way on that one. Turnover by the Badgers at center ice. His Perbix back into the offensive zone. Centering pass fails. Fires a wrist shot right on the net. Saved by Moe. Gophers controlling the offensive zone. Pitlick centering pass is picked off. Merce with a backhand pass to Brown as the Badgers bring it back on the counterattack. Brown tries to get around his man, loses control of the puck. Now he'll slide it back down low. Merce trying to shield off his man, delivers a blow to Kester, but can't get control of the puck. Sent out to center ice and all the way back into the Badger end where Lotches will be the first one there for Wisconsin. Wrists it hard off the boards. Badgers in the middle of change. Bodies coming and going there. Had to be careful not to get too many men on the ice. No, I think they had about seven at the <laughs> they, time when the puck ended up. They all looked as though nobody was sure if they should touch that pass coming at them as they were all hopping different directions. It looked like guys coming in and out of the boat to get in the water. Badgers get into the offensive zone. Bantle poking at it. Can't get it. Sorensen to center ice for Minnesota. He'll backhand it in and try to avoid the hit of S. Pelton with it now. 1.40 to go in the third. 4-1 Minnesota on top. Donovan plays it ahead to S, who can't control it. Gophers take over in their own zone. Faber will play it cross ice as the Gophers content to just let the clock wind down and spread things out. They spring a couple of guys loose, however, and the shot by Huglin goes high and wide in that, around the boards and all the way out to center ice where Faber has it. He'll play it cross ice to Nelson. Nelson in his own zone, back to Faber up the middle as he spreads things out here in the Badgers, trying to see if they can catch them being aggressive on the forecheck. Kerr takes over the turnover in his own zone, behind his own net, walks it up the middle to center ice through the neutral zone. Into the offensive zone, a backhander that goes well wide of the net. Follows up on it. Mert, er, Malmquist chips at it. It goes back behind the net. Final 50 seconds of the third period. Held by Martin at the blue line. Down low, it's Malmquist trying to get away from a check. He's pinned up against the boards by Carl Fish. Malmquist with a quick backhand pass out to Johnson out front. Couldn't get the shot off on net. And the Gophers able to clear the zone. To the Badger in. Martin will be there. No icing calls. It stops just short of the red line. Slammed off the boards by Martin ahead to Gorniak. He's got a man with him. Gorniak cuts to the middle. Gets a Rona man. Shot right on by Gorniak. LaFontaine makes the save. Wasn't sure where the puck was. It had bounced wide in the net. Couple of good moves. That one by Gorniak earlier by D. St. Fall. We saw that same move. They just weren't able to finish it. Snapped here by Malmquist from the top of the circle right on LaFontaine. Save is made. LaFontaine gloves it, sends it down to the ice, and lets his teammates ice the puck, actually, here. Nope, they wave off the icing call. So the final second's ticking off as the horn sounds, ending the border battle being renewed here. College hockey's rivalry, one of the best there's ever been, ends in a split as tonight the Gophers win it by the score of 4-1. to one. Teams gathering around their netminders and will shake hands or... Raise their sticks here. Last night we did see a nice gesture with Jack LaFontaine coming over and giving Jared Moe, his former teammate, a hug as they squared off with Moe getting the win. Tonight it's LaFontaine returning the favor. He'll get the victory for the Minnesota Gophers here as the teams now raise their sticks and do indeed shake hands. Our post-game show getting set to come your way next. We'll have all the stats, the highlights, and recap this one for you as well and talk with Badgers head coach Tony Granato. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. tonight of his uh, his teammate Cameron Rowe gave up nothing uh, when he did come in relief tonight but already the damage had been done our three stars coming your way we'll have highlights and talk with Badgers head coach Tony Granato as the post game show continues here from the Cole Center this is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield
Back at the Cole Center, Rob Vogel along with Ian Perrin. The American Family Insurance broadcast booth where the news not good for the Badgers tonight. They lose it by the score of 4-1 to one to their border battle rivals, the Minnesota Gophers. A series split here for the two teams after the Badgers won in overtime last night. Time for our Everlight Solar Three stars of the game. Well, we say three. Sometimes it can be all the way up to 17. We're never sure with Ian. Tonight, I'm guessing it's a three. Everlight Solar. With Everlight Solar, you simply take the money you already spend on your power bill and shift it over to pay for solar panels you own instead. To learn more about solar for your home, visit EverlightSolar.com. Who do you have, Ian, for our three stars of the game? Well, interestingly enough, I did not even look at the stat sheet when I picked my three stars <laughs> okay. until after I was all said and done. Well, I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing we'll see well it's just a part of the game yeah. and i gave my number three star to uh dominic mersh for the best open ice hit that i've seen <laughs> in probably five years of calling badger hockey that was a thumper and dominic mersh uh, I don't know how he finished in the in the game as far as plus minuses were concerned or whatever it was but he had some good shots. He killed some good penalties. He took a penalty. And for the most part, he was a physical presence that the Badgers really needed tonight. So the number three star goes to Dominic Murray. He was a minus one, just so you know, with a couple of shots. And uh, as you mentioned, the one penalty and one block shot. Number two star went with Jared Moe. And I don't know what it is about it, but he was kind of the calming influence. You'll notice that... I think he gave up, I think he had 12 saves and gave up zero goals in those 12 saves in a period. On the other hand, had 12 saves and uh, gave up three goals. So, you know, there's a, I don't know if it's just a stability issue or whether the kids play better in front of him, but Jared Moe was the stabilizer tonight. I think the Badgers had a chance to claw back into this with Jared Moe in the net for the second half of the game. And my number one star, I went with Anthony Kerr. Uh, when Kuhlman's went down, Kerr played on the penalty kill. He played on the power play and replacement of Kuhlman's on the first unit, and he played a regular shift. And when you're down to five defensemen, you're never playing with the same guy twice, you know, because they do the rotation as they, is, as they are. He never looked like he missed a beat no matter who he was playing with. So hats off to Anthony Kerr, my number one star. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I suppose he was a minus two. Yeah, he was a minus two. <laughs> well, when you but lose four to one, there's a good chance that most of the guys are minus on the evening. That's for the sure. The thing that I was impressed with is that when he got to the first unit of the power play, I think he had two or three shots on that power play. And as for the total for the night, he probably had six or seven, which is for a defenseman, a good night. And Anthony Kerr, my number one star. Anthony Kerr, the number one star of our Everlight Solar, three stars of the game. We'll have all the stats for you. Talk with Badgers head coach 
Tony Granato and have our calls of the game as well as get you caught up and going on what's going on around the college hockey world tonight with our scoreboard as well as our postgame show continues here from the Kohl Center. 4-1 the final tonight. The Gophers over the Badgers. This is Wisconsin Hockey from Learfield. To Minnesota in this series finale. A very entertaining series between these two rivalry rivals. One of the most storied of college hockey. Just a, a rough night because there's so many stats, Ian, as we get to the stats in this one that were in the Badgers' favor, or even, you would say, but it was just the scoreboard that was the biggest difference, that 4-1 margin. And you give up those three goals. It, it's That's a hard hill to try and climb when you're down 3-0, even though it's all in the first period. To come back and make it 3-1 with the uh, uh, power play goal by Sean, that that was could have been the motivational issue that we were there. But then again, you turn around and you see Sammy Walker score their fourth goal and really sacrifice the body as he goes into the boards, goes into the net, goes into everything else. He pretty much hit everything in that end of the ice. But the fact of the matter being is that against a team as experienced and as well-disciplined as Minnesota is, that's one of the things that is really hard to do, and that's climb back from a three-hole deficit. Yeah, definitely an early hole for the Badgers as we look at the stats, and the Gophers getting those three goals in that first period, but the shots were pretty even. 15-14 advantage uh, for the Gophers. They were in the Badgers' favor slightly in the second period, and then they outshot the Gophers 15-7 to in that third period for a 38-28 margin by the things, time things were all said and done, but they couldn't overcome that goal total. Power plays for the evening. Minnesota 1-1. One of one. For with four shots on goal and that one in the first period. It looks like we've got uh, Badgers head coach, there he is, Badgers head coach Tony Granato joining us. Uh, coach, can you hear me all right? I can. Okay, great. We we appreciate the time. And we were just saying it was just one of those nights where so many stats or things were even or in your favor, but we were just chasing it on the scoreboard right from the start being down 3 nothing after that first period. Yeah, we, you know, we didn't play poorly. Uh, a couple things and mistakes we made did go in there. And I think in the first period, there, there were some plays with the puck at, at our line, especially uh, we could have made simple little plays to get to the next zone, and we tried to, tried to do a little bit too much. We gave them a little bit of, a, uh, I guess, some momentum off of those turnovers. Uh, they got skating, uh, and then they, then they buried their chances. So, um, you know, that's a heck of a team. I thought, I thought our, our play, you know, the rest of the game, once we made it 3-1 there, uh, it sounded like the roof was going to come off the building there with the, the noise, and then boom, the next shift they go down and make a glur. And then after that, they, they spread the ice out, made us go 200 feet. They were smart. They, they got pucks. As soon as it got in their end, they got a hold of it, it got out of their end. As soon as it got through the neutral zone, they made sure it got deep. And, and uh, you know, we, we battled. We tried. Uh, we thought, you know, we had some really good quality chances to – to pull within a couple, and it just didn't uh, didn't go in for us. You're a team that's had some injury issues early this year that you've had to overcome just to get to this point, and then a couple of more during this game with Kuhlman's and then your captain, Tark Baker, who was helped off in that third period. Uh, what was, first of all, the early signs or information on, on their injuries? How, how serious and bad were those? Obviously, Kuhlman's got rocked pretty hard into the boards with yeah, his head. Yeah, I mean, it's it, he did. And, you know, on the conservative side of things, when you have a hit like that, yeah, you, you don't let player return so yeah. uh, how long it's going to be i don't know i don't think it'll be too bad uh bakes thing is fairly minor i mean okay we 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 you know felt at that point in the game there's no sense letting them play through it uh get them some rest get some get them hydrated and, and get ready for for next week and uh you know he had a heck of, he left it on the ice tonight he didn't stop uh you know both nights he, he was you know 
great up and down four check finishes checks played hard all the way through and and uh um, so I, I i'm pretty confident that he'll be ready to practice monday and good to go you head back out on the road now uh it was a short stay at home an eventful uh weekend but you head back out on the road to to take on notre dame so what is the message to the guys coming out of this weekend what you want them to take from this weekend before you try to go get a couple of big 10 wins against notre dame we went into the first two weeks of the big 10 season and in fact that you know two top teams you know based on rankings and expectations were michigan and minnesota and we were able to beat both those teams and feel like we you know, played with them. So I think that's the the message is, hey, it's it's a good start for us. Uh, there's some things we did really well, but you can't be satisfied and think, okay, we played the best two teams now and the rest of the schedule is going to be easier. It's not. And so it's it's uh, getting back to work on Monday. It's uh, recognizing some areas of the game we still need to improve on. I think the battle uh, and compete in our game got much better the last two weeks. Uh, but there's still areas and room for improvement on both of those things. So um, you know, I, I, I'm really happy with our team where we're at. And, and I know it's, it's, you think about, wow, geez, you really, you know, you kind of split and you kind of split again. Uh, but but uh, we're, we're a young team with lots of new players, and I, and I don't want to use that as an excuse, and I'm not. But, but we still, you know, have to learn about how we're going to win and how we're going to compete against uh, everybody in our conference. And, and I think the last two weeks showed us uh, lots of promise. Uh, lots of guys stepped up and did great things. Bantle finally got his feet wet this weekend after being out with injuries. Uh, there's lots of players that I think that have, have shown some really good things uh, early in the season to, to be optimistic that, that they're going to be uh, 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 really helpful in, in what we're trying to do here this year. And, and uh, like I said, it's a great conference. And Notre Dame next weekend will be great. We're going to have to go in there and stick our nose in there and and learn to, that we're going to have to win a game on the boards and at the net front. That's how they play. They'll be disciplined and poised, and they'll, they'll throw pucks to the net and try to crash and win battles for their goals. And at their net, they're going to box out and, and try to intimidate and be bullies around their net. So that's a, another new uh, opponent for us uh, from, for, for all of our new players that we have to be ready to battle and, and uh, go in there and find a way to win a couple games. Not to say that the loss was insignificant, but I will quote you 609 South Park Street Spaghetti's going to taste the same tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> it is. You know, you know, you know I, honestly, I thought the start of the game was great. The first few shifts, man, we were skating. Things were going our way. And again, you know, they get the first goal. Took a little bit out of us. And, and then, you know, we got a little bit out of rhythm. And I think our puck decisions was uh, a factor in that. I think, you know, we tried to rush to get back into the game there in the first period. when We just could have kept it simple and stayed the same game. And, and we would have been fine, and, and we, you know, they were able to capitalize on that. They got that power play goal on a, on a rebound uh, and, and play around the net. It, uh, you know, again, they're a top team for a reason, and they, they responded from what happened last night, played a, played a real solid game, and, and uh, you know, we'll move on and get ready for next weekend. Coach, we appreciate the times late night. We appreciate you coming out. Thanks, uh, you best of luck next yeah, weekend. Thank you. That's Badgers head coach Tony Granato joining us here on the uh, post-game show. Appreciate Coach coming out a little bit earlier here tonight. Badgers lose it by the score of 4-1 to one to Minnesota. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from 
with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.